0: From downtown, this is Tim Kitzer from NBHM, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka!
1: This week on Nintendo Main, we have Alex here to talk about Nobody Saves the World, and I also got an exclusive review of Zombie Army 4
2: to talk about.
0: I wish you guys would talk me into playing a different game.
2: I sing the Ballad of the Champions. I think
3: it's kind of funny that you end up reviewing zombie army 4 that's definitely one i was like i don't think i want to get into
1: oh really okay cool <laughs> well welcome to nintendo main podcast uh your place to hear nintendo fans talk about uh zombie games and hitler and all that and it's hitler's birthday while we're recording this so wow the best way to uh celebrate that is to talk about a game where you get to kill nazi zombies
3: especially on the devil's lettuce
1: which is a lot of fun mm-hmm and uh, we are your hosts. I'm Trey Guava Melee Johnson.
0: I'm Jarawana Slayer of Star Scourge, Radon Mikowski.
1: I'm John Quaker Knitter. And we have a special guest. Alex JRP
3: Jesus Arona.
1: Oh, there you go. Welcome back, Alex. Uh, glad to have you on the show again. It's It's been a minute. That's I don't I'm know. Right. It's it's probably been like maybe a year or something. It's been a while since we had you on there. I don't remember. Maybe it was, uh, was it like Saga Frontier? Did you did yeah. you read that? Did you review that? Right, the one. Yes, I did. Saga Frontier. Yeah. The fun thing is, I, I kind of get insider into seeing what you're reviewing on Nintendo World Report because I see what you play through the Nintendo <laughs> through the Nintendo Switch, so I can kind of spy on you. Yeah,
3: we're on we're friends on Nintendo Switch, and then every once in a while, you like you'll send me a text, and you're like, "Dude, you're reviewing that game," and I was like, "Ah, I forgot." You are friends on there, and you could definitely see a game that I'm playing that is embargoed. Whoops.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't tell anybody else, and if I mention oh. it on the show, I only. Because I mentioned it last week that you were reviewing it, but I didn't post it until you already put your review up. So I don't want to. No, 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 I'm no, i no. trying to it's not number, rock. I don't want to rock the. I don't want to rock the boat and all that. You it's, know?
3: You've you've never done anything to to ever rock the boat, but I always just think that's funny. I was like, oh crap, I forgot that you could totally see that. That's fine. Whatever. I mean, if you,
1: like I said, if you're worried about it, you can always like uh, you can like make me a best friend or something and and have it to where like only your best friends can see it. Like you can do that too. I know, if you don't want people to see. What you're playing? I, th-
3: I think I have like six friends on Nintendo Switch, yeah. so it's like that's eh, fine. It's, it's
1: fine. cool because I somehow I, I'm somehow I became friends with Per Schneider from IGN, so I get to look at what he's playing. Like oh he, like, man! Like he shows up sometimes. I don't know why he friended me, but I that's don't know why he get. why he accepted my uh, Switch friendship. But I can see whatever he's playing, so I can spy on him. And like you know, our friend Janet, I could still see her stuff for the most part because we're friends on there. So
3: yeah, she's actually guested on our uh, on our show as well now.
1: Nice, yeah, yeah. She's, I mean, she's killing it. She's been, uh, you know, she's doing a lot of shit. I watched, I watched yeah. her play date review. It was, it was cool. Like, yeah, man. she's,
3: she's all over the place. It's, it's very. Yeah, cool play to date was really good. But is, yeah, is, it, is anybody getting
0: into the play date? I don't have it.
2: Uh, no. What is like one hundred and eighty dollars or something? Yeah, I'm
0: an Ardu Boy purist.
1: Yeah, Jeremy was. I remember when play date we talked about when it was announced. Jeremy's a, like you said, an Ardu Boy supporter, and you were like, they already did this, and <laughs> for much cheaper. <laughs> In a way, yeah.
0: It doesn't have a crank, but it is backlit at least.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't realize it was backlit. I was watching the review earlier, and I was like, "What? The, what? No, no backlight? Like, really? Wait, what? <laughs> what are we living in here? Like, we, That's we gotta, the biggest complaint. No, like, a lot of why? people are yeah. saying I couldn't believe like, it. For
0: 180 bucks. It could have had a light.
1: I yeah. I just uh, automatically assumed that it had one because how could you have a portable in this day and age without a backlight? That just makes no sense. Well, to me.
3: I think it's more about what can you do with a crank.
1: Like, you want to crank it let's crank it you know sure i guess but what if you want to play if in soldier be- boy what do you want to play in bed there, i'm gonna be pissed
3: yeah well that's <laughs> more what i was upset about it, it was like how is this not
0: the soldier boy console of all the consoles give it this time. is the one
1: give it time it'll come around but uh no i i saw that i saw that you did a review of a little game called nobody saves the world which was on a lot of people's uh lists for uh best games of the year so far like it's getting a lot of uh Getting a lot of uh, praise and all that, and I just and I just bought it last night. Actually, I bought it. That was my like gift for finishing the zombie army review. Was was buying, nice. was buying myself a nobody saves the world. And they're much different games. <laughs> the, oh, very much so. Uh,
3: I I just I just really like Drinkbox Studios. Oh, I'm sure. Doing, yeah. Like like you said, like you said, uh, Guaca Guava, your name. Guava uh, Melee, just, yeah. There's a yeah.
1: there was an Easter egg I just found in it today when I was playing it. The, I don't oh, know yeah. if, I don't know if you caught it. There's a vending machine in the in like the League of whatever it's called, the League of Wizards uh, House. Yep. There's mm-hmm. a guava melee machine, and it says guava instead of guacamole, and it has the guy on there, the guacamole guy. And I was like, that's funny. Like I like that.
3: I think there's a severed one, uh, a severed vending machine as well from their other game, and then um, their PR company is through Pop Agenda, and they have a Pop Agenda. Uh, vending machine as well cool yeah
1: i like that there's less memes like i i I like guacamelee but i remember there's a lot of memes in that game there's too many memes like it was too many meme. it's very meme
3: heavy yeah Yeah.
1: this one seems to be more like video game related jokes which i'm into like those are those work well because it's a video game you know you can make jokes about laura croft crofter sonic or whatever you know that fits better than keyboard cat or whatever was in yeah
3: and like grumpy cat yeah I i just think that uh in this game they they definitely like they hit they they you know they do the let's make some classes right let's make a rogue let's make a let's make a you know a knight let's make you know the but then it's like also let's make a robot class and let's make a slug class and then let's like a magician class and so, okay that or bodybuilder class like that's that's just fun and it's also just making poking fun a little bit at like those classic JRPG tropes.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I mean, give us the lowdown on uh, on nobody saves the world. Like, I've uh, I played it for a few hours, like maybe like two or three hours, and I I think the I think the farthest I got. What was the last thing I got? Uh, I have the horse and I have the turtle, and maybe the turtle was the newest one that I got, which actually has become which has become my favorite. I actually have that the highest. That's the highest ranking of all of them so far. I've used it the most. It has it has a B level. Yeah, but and I just got to the. um, It's like a mushroom house. It's like in the, you know, around where like the the decaying like uh, pumpkin area and stuff like that. It's like kind of around there.
3: Yeah. So um it, it's it's a it's a Diablo style game. It's a dungeon crawler. Uh I want to say like three or four buttons, uh, four buttons at max, but like you're using these abilities on cooldowns and you're just decimating giant hordes of enemies. Uh and 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 it it, it may seem a little simplified there, but What it really comes down to is that you get like these really intense, like like just some like large amounts of classes and different stuff that you're you're doing. Like you you can switch classes on the fly, which is excellent. But Mm -hmm. you have this skill tree with all these different classes that you can expand to, and each one comes with different quests do the said ability three times do this other ability fi- to like 100 enemies do this ability while also doing this other ability you know you get all these different quests and as you do that you progress progress and level up the class and also level up your base character and then of course your your story is a you're a you're a you're a nobody who is just a blank like humanoid that's gray, no eyes,
1: just really creepy. Yeah, everything like. has eye sockets. It's real creepy. Like the the art style almost kind of reminds me of like Ren and Stimpy. Like even like yeah. some of the the way the characters move and stuff, which is really cool. Like kind of reminds me of that art style.
0: Yeah, and, and so you actually you do- mentioned that in your review. Yeah, it's
1: it, again,
3: it's creepy. It's very creepy. And there's also a video review too, just for reference. Oh, there is. I, I oh, did yeah, you not sure Did started. you have to
0: edit the video too?
3: Yes, I captured the footage. I edited the footage, did the voiceover.
1: Damn, you're you're rocking, you're rocking it over there. I was wondering it's like good. who was who was doing the I'm sure like whoever's it's nice and polished. I'm sure whoever's yeah. uh, recording, whoever's doing the review is doing the videos too. Because sometimes they it, just have like a you know like here's fifteen minutes of deep. the game or like sometimes it's like a full you know review and I was wondering like who who decided all that
3: it, it, on the you know just behind the you know just a little bit inside baseball when it comes to like the, the bigger names they generally want a, a video review and in this case being like Drinkbox Studios and their the the their mo they're more and like newest anticipated game after like you know severed and you know, all the Guacamole series you're like, oh, okay let's let's get this a little bit more exposure with a video review and then uh, you know of course it takes a little bit more work but uh in in uh this case the the you're a nobody and your job is to find the hidden wizard uh, the, the, the wizard who's disappeared ultra uh, ultra ultra magnet no um, what is it it's not ultra Magnus but it's something like that and he you know there's these characters like oh there's a calamity coming kind of like zelda yeah
1: i caught that yeah the calamity is like the big uh evil force that's happening to the world and
3: they just give you a big kind of big zelda style map that you just explore and find new portions of and then there's just random dungeons throughout and you go in and you just defeat hordes and then you fight a boss which is generally it's not like a boss boss it's just waves and waves and new enemies and then uh you uh, finish that dungeon and you go on and it's 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 very fun I found it like a very good podcast game I was listening to podcasts I was watching TVs and I was just like grinding dungeons
1: and I was thinking uh, about know, that upgrade. too yeah I mean I, I wanted yeah. to give it like the full benefit of like listening to all music and all that which is Weird because one of the, like some of the songs I'm not really into, like some of the songs get kind of repetitive, kind of, kind of quickly, but there, I, I wish I could remember. There's like one song that reminds me of a, of a Super Nintendo, a song from a Super Nintendo game that I used to play, you know, in my, as a teenager. And I remember my friend Caleb, like singing it, singing the song. And it was like driving me crazy. I could not figure out what it was. I mean, it's like Mm. completely like shot in the dark. I don't think he would ever remember it. I thought about mentioning it to, to our friend, John. Wedgeworth, who does, like, a video game music show and all that. But, you know, it's like, it, we probably didn't play the same games. Like, I, I remember it being, like, it was obviously something that didn't have a great soundtrack, so I don't think I downloaded it, like, recently. Yeah. But, yeah, it just triggered a memory me, memory for me of, like, some weird old... Could have been a Genesis game too, I don't know. But uh yeah, just where I was like, ah, this is it. But no, it yeah, it's it actually the game kind of reminds me a lot of like Xenoblade too, where it's like uh like Xenoblade Chronicles 1 definitive edition was a huge podcast game for me. Like I would just like I would just like totally veg out and just like do all the side missions and like no main yeah. missions and just listen to podcasts because it's real like it's real mindless, like you go from one thing to the next thing. And especially yes. in the in the Switch version, they gave you like markers on the map to show you where to go. So you, you have even less to think about. But this game reminded me a lot of Xenoblade where you 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 know, you, you get a ton of missions from everybody. Each town you get, you get a shit ton more submissions to go do and all those submissions like upgrade your, you know, whatever. Yeah.
3: Not even just NPCs, just like when you unlock a class, they automatically give you three missions.
1: Oh yeah 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 right from the bot yeah
3: and that's it's nice it's just it feels it, it gives you that endorphin hint of like I'm really I am currently achieving something I'm I'm knocking out a checklist
1: and and yeah it's it's fun to see yeah cuz it'll it'll have it on the side of the of the thing and you just hold the L button and it'll show you like what it kind of like pop out and show you what it is and you know you can click on whatever's finished and then you redeem it and you get the experience points and all that and yeah like you're saying it's cool that you can you can level up the actual forms that you have and level yourself at the same time. So you get like, you know, higher HP and, and damage and de- and defense and all that stuff. Like from, yeah. That, so,
3: and then the, um, so that's, that's where you get like this open world and you just go around and you, you uh, defeat all the dungeons. And they, they, sadly, the, the dungeons are kind of repetitive. They're, they're procedurally generated, but you, you, you know, you get the same, like 10 enemy types. Uh, the way that they kind of adjust that is that each class not every class, but like there's there's like four to four to five different types of damage. There's like light damage. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's damage, cool, too. Poison. Yeah. And the enemies will have a shield and that can only be broken by, like, say, like physical damage or light damage. And you can't do you have to switch to a class that has that.
1: Well, I mean, and, but you can also customize them, right? And add. a Yes. Yeah, and add those in there
3: so then the other the other the other good thing is that at a certain point you can cluster so you can add abilities both past and active abilities from other classes into your current class You can have a horse that will gallop and his gallop ability causes everyone to be poisoned or um I had a magician class that one of his his cool abilities was that he can he pulls rabbits out of hats, and that the rabbits attack, so he has minions but there's a zombie class that gives you both uh, the ability to bite somebody and then they become a zombie. Also, they give you an ability that all your minions explode. Mm, That's cool. So I made the magician... Who would bite people, pull out a bunch of rabbits out of hats, and then they would all explode when they died?
1: Nice. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't got got that far yet.
3: It's just, it's just, it's very fun to like find and customize your favorite classes and put together something that is just like, oh, every every hit does extra heals, but also stuns, and it's like, oh, that's very cool. The 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 one thing I will say is that like I unlocked all the classes and I kind of mastered all the classes, and I'm still like. Like there's, there's, I did all that before I beat the game.
1: Yeah. And that's
3: kind of where I I was kind of bummed about it. Cause I was like, okay, I, I did everything. And there's like four more dungeons. And also I didn't, and you don't have to do all the dungeons, but you know, they're not that long. They're not like dungeons take like 15 minutes. So I was like, well, there's still more dungeons. Plus also I didn't beat the game yet. So I'm not really working toward like, there's more quests Sure, you can get like higher ranks, I guess, but I'm like, I don't know. I kind of did everything I wanted to do with this. as far as this. There's, I'm not I'm not I'm not checklisting stuff anymore. Mm.
0: Do so, you think the last boss is going to be a horde mode or do you think you're going to get an actual huge final
3: boss? I mean, there are there
1: some is- there are some bosses that are bigger or okay. the bigger characters, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah.
3: And, and yeah, he was he was he was bigger for sure. But it, it just, uh, for the most part, generally, it, it's not as much. So that's where I'm like a little bit, like a little bit more bummed on the side. That where, I, I, it, again, I really like this game. Uh, I gave it an eight. I just also think that like it, th- there are games that you you know that they overstay their welcome. We're like this could have been done like ten hours ago. And I don't think that uh, I think that nobody saves the world is a great game that overstays its welcome by say I want to say like three to four hours.
1: Yeah, because because we well, because yeah, you got to because I remember I saw that that was in your cons was that uh once you get once you get past all of the mission, you know, all the like submissions, it's kind of like it's kind of boring after that because you're not really working to.
3: Yeah, there's more submissions. There's more quests. There's more stuff to do. But it's like, you know, I was working towards unlocking every class and then getting like, you know, oh, at least yeah, an yeah. A in every class. But I did that and there was like, oh, here's some more quests. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm OK.
4: <laughs> okay
3: I, I already found like three and you know when they 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 I, I said before that they add the ability to customize and also some dungeons enemies have shields i just equipped four, like uh, every button like four buttons like each one had an ability that all gave different types of
1: oh yeah damage so you can make one like an piercing. ultimate
3: yeah and so but i did that for every class so it's like doesn't matter what i'm doing i just switched to a class and i'm like yeah i can do poison yeah i can do physical yeah i can do light it's fine it's fine you know, so I just, yeah, you know, stopping a thing. And that's kind of where I was like, oh, OK, I, yeah, I'm a little a little over it.
1: I, I can't believe I didn't even I didn't even think about the Di- the Diablo similarity, but it's totally there. Well, I mean, I, I haven't really played much of the Diablo games, but I did play a lot of the Marvel, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance stuff, which is the same yes. sort of thing. But yeah, it's yeah. like you got the four moves that you gain, you know, and you can upgrade those. And I didn't even think about that. I, have you played have you played much of it like a multiplayer? Or did you mo- do most of it solo?
3: Uh, I did most of it solo, but I did play multiplayer. <clears throat> it's a it's a very fun multiplayer game, especially considering that all of the customizations that you're currently doing. Like the monk does a a light attack that just rains rains light beams from the sky. And it's like, oh, okay. So I could have somebody be a horse and poison everybody with a gallop while I'm light beaming everybody from the sky, and my light beams do stun damage. I'm just like, we're just decimating people, and it's super fun. But there's no there's no progression for the other person. They're they're coming in as a clone of me, and at the same time, uh, I come in. I pick my class and characters. I've already pre built. I nice. built up my my loadout. But then they're gonna pause the game, and it pauses. I see their menu. I pause. They pause, and it shows up on my screen, and they're going through and creating their own custom loadout from my from my current gameplay.
1: Oh, okay. So I gotta
3: wait there for roughly five minutes while he's like, I don't know, I want this ability, but I like this class, and I'm gonna add this passive ability, and then I'm gonna do this other thing. <laughs> and I'm sitting there just like waiting. But once you're in there, it's super fun. But like they're kind of stuck to a class or two because they don't want to go through and do the reset up again.
1: And that's like online mode also, right? Because you can do it through online, but you still have to like host it through your profile, right? You can't like have somebody else join you as co-op in that way, right?
3: Yeah. And it doesn't bring their progression. It only is a clone of yours. So it's a way, it's a way for you. Like if you're playing with like a significant other or something, it's like, yeah, this is great. We're just going to beat the game together. And our, and their progress is my progress. But um, I just brought in a friend of mine and he was like, oh, let's see what this game's about. And he played it and, He's like, oh, this is cool, man. There's a lot of classes you already unlocked. I'm like, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, well. When
3: you play it, it's not going to be the same. So it was. I really liked it. I really do. Like, I, I, I have a lot of glowing things to say about it, especially considering that you know, I, I uh, the classes, the ish of it, the the way the characters were drawn and the artwork. It was all very funny. Uh, all very charming and those guys know what they're doing uh, i just think that also like you know it just it was a little longer than i thought it wanted i needed to be and uh, i thought the multiplayer could have been a little bit better but it it was seamless uh it worked well online there was no latency there was no lag It was just worked well
1: and and it has some options for that too like that i saw like it that you can in case there is like online latency you can kind of like tweak it a little bit I like I saw yes. that in the menu. So that's always good to have that in there. Uh, I've, I've only played it single player. So, but I mean, so far, I think it looks really cool. Like I like, uh, and the parts that it actually does have to load, which are really quick. They they do like a little like animated scene of your character, like just kind of like moving past this really beautiful background. And, or like when you go into a, into a dungeon, it shows like your, your whatever form, like going like through this giant door and it's all like really well animated and it looks really, really cool.
3: Uh, yeah. The, 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 the other thing I would say is that the game does, um, the way they also vary the dungeons is that they will put modifiers. So there will be a dungeon that will say everybody, not just you, but all the enemies too do nine 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 nine
1: damage. Oh yeah, I found one of those. I, I didn't even yeah. I didn't even stay in there. I like left. I'm like, all these hits are gonna kill me. I'm I'm out of here.
3: You gotta do long distance attacks at that point.
1: Well that I mean that's another thing that's annoying that I noticed is um if you die, if you die in a dungeon, you get kicked out, and the uh, and the maps are like procedurally generated, right? Like, don't they change yep. like every time you leave the dungeon? So yep. when you die, you get kicked out of the dungeon, and then you got to come back, and everything has changed. So like all the places where you think you're going are in different spots and all that.
3: So there is two parts to that that I, I don't think are necessarily deal breakers. The one thing is that those dungeons take about fifteen minutes. Sure. Um, and then when you get to the boss, you automatically unlock a teleport yeah so if you if you die you can just you get teleported directly to the boss again
1: you get like the i mean that was like a legend of zelda thing i know that was big in like majora's mask where they gave you the teleport to the straight to the boss they did that in uh, Link's awakening also on the game boy you know like just take you take you right there when you get there so you don't have to go through the whole thing if you get killed
3: the procedural generation doesn't necessarily matter in that case but yeah but I, i also felt like if i died in a dungeon i either finished a quest which is totally fine I'm like, okay, I got a quest or two done. That's fine. I'll just level that up. Um, But the other part was that it then encouraged me to be like, okay, that class didn't work. What build will work?
1: Oh yeah, uh, that that was another thing I noticed. Like, um, when you, when you go into a dungeon and you get killed, there's there's these like these like salespeople outside of most of the dungeon. So I like go in the dungeon for a while, uh, get some money. I get killed. I come out. And I'm like, well, I died. Why don't I go see the sales guy and I'll buy like some some extra like defense boost or something like that? Yeah, buy some buy some stats to try to make it a little bit easier the second time through. So that's that's kind of what I was doing with the game.
3: Oh, I see. I just was always like, okay, because you know you unlocked so many different variables by a certain point that you were just like, okay, my zombie. uh, he heals when he bites but what if he also healed when he when he got hit and then what if he you know i just kept adding more and more like very okay zombies not working okay what if i have an archer that will throw bombs as well and then leave a fire path and then have a you know it's like i just kept trying to build these different loadouts each time where i'm like okay that didn't work now okay what can i try next you know
1: yeah no i mean i I've been having a good time with it so far. I, would hope, I was hoping that maybe this, this intrigue to you, Jeremy, might uh, pull you away from that other game that you've been playing so much. I mean, well, you can still play that <laughs> one too, but you know, you enjoy indie RPGs, and this is a good. I do. It's a good indie RPG that has, has, a, lot of, has a lot of great charm. Everything's written really well. And, I like I mean, the hope,
0: customizable I mean, classes. That sounds really cool. And but classes, I gotta say, yeah. Jeremy, almost like a Hades kind of thing.
3: But I mean, Jeremy, Slayer of Star Scourge Radon, I mean, yeah. that is an impressive feat
0: it was hard i did yes. it right before the have you, pl- have you played this yet have you I've, oh no no i i he was the I'd last be afraid boss of
3: I, he was the last boss i beat
0: okay that's the last you played of Elden.
3: yeah i i i got you know i got i when it, when it came to like the re- when it comes to review time i'm like okay i gotta yeah. focus on one thing so well, like, then
0: i won't spoil anything for you if i talk
3: no it. no i mean i i got i that's that was the last one i beat and then i i think i'm stuck in volcano manor i'm not there yet Okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh,
0: yeah, it took me at least, I'd say, at least 50 tries to beat him. So, I'm not exactly oh, yeah. a Souls guy.
2: So, this uh, is the most notorious boss in the game? No, no.
0: Some people say it's one of the hardest, but I think a lot of that's just based on when you get to it or what your level is and what your. I mean, all those games and all that. Uh-huh.
3: That's kind of how all those games are, though, that, that it's mm. like, you know, you could play, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this boss at like five hours. No, I'm gonna play this boss at like fifty hours, and the difficulty is very different. Oh sure,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. but then here I am at level ninety six, and he's still one shotting me. So I still have oh. to employ strategy. <laughs> You're way higher than me,
3: my friend. <laughs> I, I I don't know what I did, but uh, I think I'm like sixty.
0: You're probably just better than me.
1: That, that's why I never beat the Time Worm in uh in a Dragon Quest eleven. Because, uh all my characters were maxed out, and he still knocked me out in the first round. It was like oh, t- 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 dead. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with this game. Time Worm is like the super, the super duper secret boss from the game.
3: Oh yeah, you yeah. told me where you had to beat it the second time.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven. There's a, there's a couple like, well, the, yeah, there's the second boss, but then there's another super boss after that second boss, and that one just like just took me out, took everybody out, and I was like okay <laughs> like i'm just i'm not gonna play this anymore because all my characters are fully maxed out and there's nothing else i can do you know and i'm I'm still getting wipes so whatever
3: you've taken enough of my time
1: yeah but i mean i played that game for like 130 hours so it's fine you know i, I gave it i gave it a lot of time and it's still one of my favorite switch games of all time so so whatever but <laughs> but still i when i got to the time worm i'm like okay it's time it's time to be done like
3: it's I know still amazing game, they I got that running this. on there
1: it looks great well, mm-hmm. i love it yeah. I, mean, I mean my wife played through it all on the uh and the 16-bit as well. So, Cause oh they're, yeah, one of my option. friends
3: was like playing that, and I was like, I feel I don't want to say you're wrong, but I feel like you're playing it wrong.
1: No, no, that no. The sixteen. Well, if you want to be like Elden Ring about it and be like, well, you know, you don't beat if you're not doing whatever. The sixteen bit version is much harder than the three D version. Like way really? harder. Really? Oh yeah. Well, because you can't see the character, you can't see the enemies on the screen. Like it brings back the random battles of of, of yesteryear. So yeah. you'll be you'll get being hit constantly. Also, there's like no the map doesn't tell you where to go at all. Like you need to know mm-hmm. where these places are. I actually printed out a map for my wife to like to help them see where to go in the game because it doesn't tell you in the, in the 16 bit version, like you have to actually study it. Like if it was, if it was a super Nintendo game. So they kind of, I, th- I feel like they do that as like a, you know, like I'm in a retro game. So I, you know, like to play it harder. Like it's, yeah, it's definitely way harder on that in that version than the 3D version. So, mm, okay. Yeah. Cause like I said, you can't, you can't avoid any enemies. They'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll get you no matter what with the random battles and all that. Plus the difficulty. And you have to, yeah, there's, there's no, no direction in the, in the maps where this 3D one, there's like little pointers and stuff that tell you where to go. 16 bit doesn't. Gotcha. But no, uh, yeah, nobody saves the world is, uh, Yeah, I've been I've been enjoying it so far. Like it's yeah, it's very charming. It's been I mean, before before I even saw that you were reviewing it, I saw people already at the beginning of the year talking about it being like a be an important game, and I've seen it on people's lists already. And it was just kind of one of those things. I I like quirky RPG stuff, so I was already like. Yeah, this looks like a something very interesting to check out.
3: I just, I just think that like there's a lot of talk about like the best gaming year, uh, you know, best game gaming years. You know, what is the best like the the where are the more the best games came out. And I think that like every kind of every kind of couple years, I always look at it and be like, oh no, this year is real good. And right off the bat, it's like again, what are we in April?
1: This year's been pretty packed. Like, uh, you know, ever since they put the folder option on the Nintendo Switch, I've been building my game of the year collection for nintendo switch i just i already uh, made already i already made it to 10 i need to stop now i already got my 10 games there i just
3: i just i else. just hate that you can't access. you have to go into like <laughs> a whole nother section to get there
1: yeah eh, yeah you know put it on the front yeah you know? it should have been put in front but i'm just glad that it's there at all you know it's like whatever little pieces of meat i can get on this i'm good
3: Yep. I mean, yeah, it's like, I just going through the list and like, I, I'm, you know, I, I try to keep current and I'm like, yeah, I'm like swamped already. I'm like, well, it's so- I just beat Tunic. What else? I got another one coming up. I got to do, you know, it's just like, yep, that was the next thing. It's like, oh, this is another game of the year contender. And uh, yeah, nobody saves The world was definitely on my radar for a long time, considering that I've been waiting for them to come up with whatever next thing from uh, the Guacamelee people.
1: Yeah, no, it's a much respect for all, for all the stuff you're juggling there, (laughs) you know, with the reviews and, uh, kids and all that stuff i'm sure it's very every time is precious and, and all that every moment oh yeah
3: the trick is never sleep <laughs> it's like oh sleep when the kids are asleep no that's when i game It's like, when do you sleep
1: never you're like Batman, you're like Batman, yeah. like it was like in the comics, they said that he only sleeps three, three hours a night, like every night. That's how he does everything. I'm like, Bullshit. I, I, get I get
3: four to five. I get four to
1: five. <laughs> the problem is I like sleeping too much. It's my it's Yeah,
3: one, but one it's like I also falls. like I also like video games too much. And I have like, a, like I have a personal like thing in my head where I'm like, you know, I've you know, you get Xbox Game Pass or you're just like, oh, like, you know, you get the switch online and you're just like, but these games are just like here <laughs> and I could just play them.
1: It's true. There, they're there. Can you yeah. get into them?
3: So I should probably just do that.
1: Do you have any other final thoughts you want to say about Nobody Saves the World before we move on here?
3: I think these guys do a really good job, whatever they do. Uh, so I I will always support them whenever I can.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely impressed with it, like, so far. It's very it's very pretty, and I recommend that everyone should play it. And I, and I think it's still on sale till like, the 24th or something like that. It's, like, $3 off, whatever, but I got it on sale.
3: So, but I don't think those guys. They, I mean, they don't really do like they don't do the sixty dollars, right? That's like
1: no. It's a, It's a. I think it's twenty five full, and I got it for twenty two.
3: Yeah, you know what? That's a good price for that game.
1: It's it's on yeah because it's on sale. Yeah, it's on sale to the twenty fourth.
3: And I think you can get like twenty hours of that game.
1: Yeah, no, I'm definitely, I'm definitely enjoying it. But aside from that, um, we're gonna talk about uh, games that we got and what we've been playing for the week. Um, I see you got a couple things on here. Actually, one of these, um, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. That's one uh, I've been wanting to play, but haven't yet. How is that?
3: I that one I helped with the review as well. I kind of did mm. some uh, footage collection.
1: Oh, it nice. is
3: it, it is a very good one of those, which is it's an anime fighter. If you've ever played, you know Dragon Ball Fighter Z, or uh, you know though it's it's arcs it's you know it's arc systems works. They make very, very pretty anime fighters. They're very, they're competitive. You want, if you were to, if you want to play a fighting game and you're like, I want to be part of this industry. I want to play, I want to, I want to see what Evo people are talking about. Arena Ultimax is that. It's a it's a very good game with a lot of good systems that are throwbacks to the Persona series. You know, you get a lot of the abilities that you see in those games and you uh, you get a lot of inside jokes and stuff. The one thing I will say is that the story is just a straight, like 15 hour visual novel.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, will, a lot of people, you will go it, like, thir- yeah,
3: you, but you will go 30 minutes without a fight.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah.
3: So that's what I mean is that, like, uh, I, if you want to play a very, uh, a very well done, a very technical fighting game that does have really good onboarding, they have, um, one of the things that a lot of these systems now have are called auto combos. If you just press the same button uh, five times, the light attack, it will give you different uh, different attacks five in a row and cl- an ending in a super. Oh. So it does look impressive, and it does it does less damage than if you were to make your own combo and do it uh, actually the right way. But if you're a new per- a newbie who wants to learn how to do combos, these games have it pre built now. Dragon Ball Fighter Z was the same thing. They really have this way to make it make you feel. Impressive, even if you're not uh, part of that world.
1: You can kind of cheese your way through it in that way. Well, I mean, it, it, if you're it not gives that you, good it, at it, it gives you
3: a starter. But then also, they will they, their tutorial system is is fantastic. They've been they've been building up these tutorial systems every game, iterating on new ways to teach you combos and and then now the new system again is just like okay we're going to teach you you hit low punch high punch and then down forward this button and it'll it'll do a thing and we're going to practice it over and over again and it's like oh that's cool that i can learn and i can feel impressive even if i can't do it in real life against a person so that's all good the game is fun it's very flashy it has nothing but love for persona in itself there's a lot of references all the abilities and all the things about your characters are all there. It's just that if you want a story, that is a very, very dry uh, visual novel.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's nice to see it. I mean, because it was pretty much stuck on PlayStation Three right before this, so a- and Xbox. Now you can play it on other things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but now, now it's on the modern stuff. And I mean, I've heard a lot of good things with it. Well, especially like the, the training mode is what intrigued me about it. Cause I like fighting games, but I, I'm probably not that good at them, but I like doing like single player arcade ladders and like story modes and stuff like that. So I think I, I think I would have a lot of fun with it.
3: That's what you get with this. And the, the, the persona series, that's the other thing is that like, those are very long winded JRPGs that do have a lot of visual novel, like uh, tropes and, they have a lot of spinoffs as well. So, um, they you know not in t- not necessarily on Nintendo systems yet, but like the dance, they have a Dancing All Night series, which is like a yeah a DDR a DDR game. Um, they have three of those. They have this is the 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 second fighting game that they've had. They have um, two dungeon crawlers that are like Chocobo Mystery Dungeon, but all of them, all of them, all of them, all of these offshoots are just just hours and hours like 30 hour uh visual novels so it's like it's cool like i love i'd like the dancing all night series but again that story is 30 hours of visual novel (laughs) and you get like a dance section every 15 to 20 minutes of like Mm -hmm. full page text
1: is that how like the um uh what was it the the uh muso game was like too like uh Whatever, whatever the fuck that was called uh persona strikers. persona five uh strikers yeah
3: that was a little bit that was a le- that was less so but that one also like that one didn't make sense to me as far as like i i'm happy it released uh on multiple consoles but the problem i had was that is that it was so predicated on you having played the original that was only on the playstation yeah so it's like why would you release this the uh, the sequel to a series this version of the series that's only on playstation that's like that seems
0: ridiculous
1: it's a nintendo world man we've been living in this for years like uh it's like it's like when we got metal gear solid on game boy it's like okay like where you hadn't we hadn't played uh, where Metal Gear Solid was only on PlayStation or I don't know. Was, they've been weird like that, where you get like a spinoff of, of one thing that's on another system.
3: Well, that was like But that is that's Ultimax as well, because Ultimax is directly a sequel to Persona 4 and Persona 3, which are only on the PlayStation. And well, now Persona 4 is on PC, but it's just like, why would you put these direct sequels on uh, on a on a switch, you know, in a switch game? Like just this is the, the sequel. It's like, that's weird. That's a weird choice.
1: I mean we got the Persona Q games on 3DS as well that were all like that were all based around what you knew about the Persona characters that aren't on you know it's are on a, no, nintendo yeah. systems and that's yeah it's just the world we live in as Nintendo people I guess. <laughs> we well, I mean I don't know if you, side uh, stuff.
3: if you if you know what the Persona fandom is like it's always it's very funny they've been doing uh, the Persona 25th anniversary and they've been teasing we're going to do it for a full year of just announcements. And then it came down to, we're going to do an announcement every other month. And then the announcements were like, you can buy these Persona stickers. <laughs> and the next announcement was, we are, we are releasing the soundtracks on vinyl in Japan only. And then the third announcement was, we're going to have a festival in Shibuya for Persona. And it's like, what is this 25th anniversary? <laughs> it's,
1: like, it's only for certain places.
3: Yeah, well, that's what I mean. And then also it's just like certain, it's so finite. And so like, again, you get like, you can get this sticker pack. It's like, what are we, what are we doing? So the fandom over there is is very much like they said this announcement in April and all the real fans are like, yeah, what? I don't know. We might get a Trapper Keeper or something. I don't know.
1: (laughs) I mean, I feel like mostly what I've seen from it is just people being like, oh, it's not on Switch again. It's like it's it's not coming.
3: No. Yeah. The real fans are like, there's a lot of hopefuls that are saying, oh, they're going to bring Persona 3, 4 and 5 to Switch. And the real fans are like, I don't know, man, we might get Persona Q2 on Switch maybe.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would. I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I I, can we at least get like three? Can we get Persona three or something? Like, just, or or I was gonna say put one on there, but that one's pretty bad. I played it on PlayStation Portable, and I could not get into it. But
3: but Yeah, yeah, the series didn't get good till three. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know.
1: But, it, you know, I, I still hope against hope, I guess. I mean, well, and when this one was, was announced, was it announced like during like one of the like the game awards or whatever? It was like, oh, here's a Persona thing. And it, and it's like Persona Arena. And everybody was like, oh. but it wasn't. It
3: wasn't yeah, that. everyone was very surprised. They're like, oh, I mean, that's a good game, I guess. But like, that's a weird poll. <laughs> like, that's a OK. You didn't want to put like any of the actual Persona games on, a, on any other consoles. No. OK, I mm-hmm. guess.
1: Well, we can always hope. Yeah, right. What else do you have on here?
3: I another one i reviewed i wanted to talk about was uh, uh it was atelier atelier sophie 2 the alchemist of the mysterious dream have have you guys ever played any of the atelier series
1: i haven't no, played i haven't played them but um i've seen them aren't they uh i mean they're kind of like super anime right and the like uh there's a bunch of them right <laughs> i mean i've yes. seen i've seen them on the eShop and i've watched reviews of some of them and they look interesting but it's like where do you even start there's so many of them
3: that's what i that's kind of what i wanted to talk about the artillery franchise has been around uh wikipedia says the until franchise has been around since 1997 but it is you know they've been on game boy color game boy advance ds 3ds uh the wonder swan weird um but they've been going for a while, and it, it Atelier essentially stands for like it's an alchemist cauldron, and it's 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 a very baseline. And it and I'm a big JRPG person. I've, I've played a lot of JRPGs. There's a couple like blind spots that I'm always trying to fill in whenever I can. If I'm like, oh, I've never heard of this series, or I, I knew about it but never played it, I'm gonna try something in that series to figure it out. I'm wait, I'm I have. Trails of cold steel lined up, ready to learn. (laughs) You know what I mean. I'm trying to figure out where are my where my black holes on these JRPGs, so I can figure them out. So when it came chance to uh, review Atelier Sophie, I definitely jumped at the chance just because I wanted to understand what this was. And lo lo and behold, it's a JRPG, guys. Turn based combat, magic spells, MP, HP. Let's go. And uh, the main crux of it is that there's no. It's just. It's just everyone's pretty just happy everyone's pretty pumped about whatever's going on at any given time it's like we got to go find a friend and it's like cool and it's like when and it's like uh you know just go over here yes. when you want and uh and then in the meantime you know why don't you fight some monsters and uh collect some items or just go into a field and grab whatever you want you want a blade of grass you want a rock you want a piece of gold just grab it all we'll throw it into a cauldron via a match three mini game and you'll get a special item. And of course, everybody's asking for several special items. Here's a here's 15 to 20 quests right off the bat of just special items people need. So go out into a field, fight monsters, and or just go and collect grass. And <laughs> hang out. And eventually, there is a quest that just says, hey, we're going to go find your friend. And you can go do that when you want or collect, hang out, and just make stuff in a cauldron, and then hand it in, and then someone goes, oh, thank you, that's very nice of you, and then you're like, great. And then the end of the story. You just keep going.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like, I have saw that as a joke for, like, Zelda games, where it's like, well, but Ganon is doing all this stuff. It's like, but I gotta catch all these cuckoos, and bring it over to this person, and do all this shit before I actually save the world. You know, it's like uh, easily to get stri- get distracted by side missions and all that stuff.
3: And that's what I mean, is that until you're so like the Atelier Sophie series, and the main one is Atelier Arisa, but the it's very anime heavy you know they do a little bit more of the fan service than you know that you could say but for the most part you're just enjoying your you're enjoying your time if you want a jrpg that doesn't put the pressure on and lets you do you know just collect stuff put on a put on a podcast watch a show and just collect turn in a quest and move on that series is is ripe for you because it's It's just, it's, it's warm soup belly. You ever have like a bowl of soup on a cold day and then afterwards you're just all warm and tingly.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, you said it It was in your Yeah. The warm soup belly (laughs) of JRPGs. It's right there.
3: Yeah. That's what I, that's what I mean is that that's what this game is. It just makes you feel nice and warm and toasty and no one, no one's going to die. no. Meteor is going to destroy the planet. It's just you know, you, you, there's a there's kind of an evil presence. This guy's not good, and he's doing some weird stuff with time magic. But you know, you like, yeah, you could you could you'll get to it. You'll get to it. Don't Mm-mm. don't worry too much. Just <laughs> go collect some more stone, man. This 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 guy in this shop is asking for some stone. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah it's the other side of uh elden ring or whatever it's like not as yeah not as mean
3: so that's what i mean is like atelier that atelier series if you guys have been curious about it that's the that's the five minute that's like that's the elevator pitch for you if that sounds cool to you i recommend them because it's it's just it's just nice and relaxing Is the story compelling i don't know it's okay it's there it's not it's anime stuff but uh, the rest is all just the, the set dressing for collecting. You want to collect some stuff and then just kind of enjoy, and that's where you That's where it's at. I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy that's a series I got into. You know, there's, you know, there was, there's a couple of series that I was always curious about, and then I tried them, and I'm like, oh, I don't need to. Like, uh, you ever, you ever try a Kiba's trip?
1: I remember the name, but no, I haven't played it. It's the beat 'em up game, yeah.
3: Yes, where you beat 'em up and their clothes explode off of them. Uh, <laughs> but th- but those games are shallow. Like, there's not a lot going on in those games, and that's what I mean. It's like that was always like a Japanese, like kind of action JRP action RPG game, and I was like, I wonder what this is about. And then you know, I got the chance to play one, and I'm like, oh, this is not what I this is not what I thought or wanted from that kind of that game. And uh, Atelier. Uh, Sophie, I think, is exactly what I wanted from that game.
1: Yeah, I remember that coming to Switch, the the other one, the Akiba Trip, And I was like, oh, that looks kind of like Streets of Rage. I don't know. Maybe I'll try it. But I never got around to it.
3: No, I don't. I, I don't recommend it. <laughs> it's it's just like it's just beat people up until their clothes explode off and then uh, continue. And even that is like it's it, those games <clears throat> are very old. They're the, I think the one that came to Switch was was from the PSP. Yeah, so it's not a great port it did not age well maybe maybe get a sophie but i i will <laughs> say the one the problem with uh Atelier sophie is some of the it's, it's kind of the same problem that you see with a lot of these like more niche jrpgs is the fact that their price remains the same there is not a discount on a lot on these games there uh that and like trails of cold steel you want to get those games they're still 50 bucks a pop. You could have a game that came out in like 2010 is like 50 bucks. And it's like, Oh, this series is still retaining. I don't know if it, if it's just retaining value or just not in high demand, but that series is still going at
1: $50. Yeah. I think I saw the cheapest that I saw uh, trails of cold steel for was like $35 or something like that.
3: (laughs) That's a sale. That's a sale. I bought it
1: twice. I mean, because I, I'm still waiting on Trails of Cold Steel one and two to come on Switch because all we have is oh, like, what three and four or something like that.
3: No, yeah, but though I um when they said that they were going to shut down the Vita store, I was like, well, what's a good game to get on Vita? Trails of Cold Steel one, forty five bucks. Well, you know the Vita is going to go under, so this will be fine. And then it and then uh, they're like, oh, it's not going out of sale, and I was like, well, maybe I'll play that on my Steam. And I played forty five bucks again. Mm. I'm a sucker.
1: Yeah. yeah, sucker. Yeah, I mean, it, we were talking about having time, and you're talking about sinking your teeth into all these JRPGs that are very, oh, very geez. long. I, I tried no. to. Uh, I, I made. I made a. I made a pact to myself earlier that I was like, "No more RPGs for me until I beat." one of those many RPGs that I have that are just burning up my backlog. So I'm
3: no, that's sure. what I'm um, trying to do that's, that for myself. I've definitely uh, stopped myself from anything over 15 hours, anything over 15 hours. I'm not playing this year or I'm not, I'm not buying this year, but there was, um, there was one year I declared to be the year of the JRPG and my co, my, my I, co-host I that, said he yeah. was, and he said he was going to do the same thing and he beat nine JRPGs and I beat persona five Royal. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's well, kinda, I did it.
1: That, that's kind of like how we, I feel like that's how it is whenever there's a big RPG, like of the year for me, it'll be like, well, there's like three of them and I beat one, you know, <laughs> cause it's like, yeah. there was like that one year where there was a bunch of them that came out and you just have to like, what well, was, it was like a, uh, uh, what's um, Octopath Traveler versus like Ease 8 and I, I went for Ease 8 and that was my game of the year, you know, you have to pick which oh, yeah. one you actually liked and I, and I played a lot of them but that was the one I wanted to stick with, you know, so. Ease was me, one of the
3: ones that was like those JRPGs that was like I had a giant hole for and then I played one, I beat one. And that was uh, that was pretty good. No, Ease is
1: great. I mean, well, I'm, I'm a, I mean, I've become. I've only played like three Ease games, but I no four actually because I did buy seven on PSP. But no, I love those games. They're really good. Excellent soundtracks too.
3: Yeah. No, I just uh, again, I only played one, but um after after i i beat one i said oh you know what i see the appeal now and then i looked at the other games like i think what nine just came out
1: yeah i mean what it came out last year but yeah it's a what came out last year on switch and the year before on ps3 i think or well ps4
3: but i saw i I saw like a footage of it and i said oh i see the appeal now i see i see what I, i played one and then i see how the evolution turned into what you see in nine and i get the why people would like that
1: now you play. You saying you played like the first one, or you just played like one of them? I played the first one. Okay, I was gonna say you should play if you're gonna play any of them. Play eight. I think I think eight's the best one. He's eight. I
3: think what was it? One uh, was it? Origins came out on yeah. Switch. Yeah, that's the one. I oh, Origins. Then,
1: oh, yeah. That's not. That's not one. That's actually like a spin-off of whatever. I mean, it's the what? original. Yeah. I have to play
3: all. I have to play the. I have to play the real one. Okay. I, I gotta mean, find it's the well. One
1: it's then. like a. I mean, it's a. It's a different game. Like ease origin is more of a Metroidvania than like the action RPG that you get from the regular ease games. Like ease ease book one and two, which were on like were like NES and like uh, TurboGrafx 16 and like all these. That was like the original original ease. And then origin. Well, now was a, now
3: you just threw my whole plan up into evil. Which ones on Switch?
1: It's Ease, Origin 8 and 9 are what on Switch. I say that you should play 8. 8 is on sale all the time. So, I mean seriously, uh, they sell it for like 10 bucks. Like wait till it's on sale for 10 bucks and get it and get it on it my
3: wish list right now. Yeah.
1: That that was my that was my game of the year for that year. Was Ease 8 cuz I loved it so much and the soundtrack is so baller and, yeah. the, and the story is great, the characters are great. It's a lot of fun. Moving moving on here, um I wanted to talk about some of the things that I've been playing. Uh Mario Golf Mario Golf Nintendo 64 game came out through the expansion pack service. Uh, I discovered a really cool thing before it came out is now, the, now if you go to the expand, now if you go to the Nintendo switch online app through the home screen of the switch, there's actually a countdown whenever they announce a new game, which is really cool. I didn't know that. Like when, cause a uh, Mario golf came out last week on thursday at at eight o'clock and i just like randomly selected the nintendo switch app which that's where you can find all of the missions and stuff where you get the points to get your you know to change your icon and all that stuff and like right up right on the right off the bat it says like mario golf 64 you will tee up at this time and there was a timer that had like hours minutes seconds and it was counting down like at the time and i was like oh that's really great like they need to do that they need to do that for, for every everything. <laughs> like, I want to see that on the eShop where it's like, buy it now, you'll get it in five hours. Like, if it's like going to be a midnight release or whatever. You know, like, I would like to see that for everything. But I, I really appreciate that Nintendo did it for the expansion pack to where now you can actually see the time when your game will get launched. Like, that's great because you know there was the whole thing with like Banjo Kazooie where it didn't come out until like eight o'clock like the day after it said it was going to come out or whatever. You know, like they've done ones that are like super, super, super late before. You know, and this is. Nice that somebody realized that people like me care to to know when this game that you own on cartridge and on Wii U and whatever else you you want to know when it's available for the Nintendo Switch. You know, so so I've been playing a lot of Mario Golf. Uh, I got to the credits. I beat it, I guess, because I made it all the way through the character matchups. I beat Is Bowser. That beat of the week? I guess so. Yeah. That's, that's my, that's, well, I mean, well, I mean, I got two actually technically, but uh, (laughs) that's one of them. But uh, yeah, that was one of the beat of the week. So I, I got, I got all the way through the character matchups and beat Bowser and that's cool. And unfortunately, most of the characters that you unlock are human characters because they were bringing over the characters from the RPG of Mario golf on Game Boy color, which is that's what I was just so
2: confused. I've, I've never been really that into it. I've never been into Mario golf and, I think the last time I played this one in the sixty four was like nineteen ninety nine when it came out, and so I fired it up. And I saw that there was human characters. Mario's not uh, even on there. You can't even yeah. play as Mario. You
1: have to unlock Mario, which I thought that was kind of funny. You got to You got yeah. you got unlock Mario through through the character challenge. So like you can't be Mario right off the bat. You can be Baby Mario, or no, actually you have to huh? unlock you have to unlock Baby Mario. Never mind, My, Baby Mario is not available. Uh, Luigi is so one either. of the characters.
2: <laughs> one of the human characters is named Plum. Which I th- I took that to be like you know I, I remembered that in Mario Tennis they debuted Waluigi as Wario's counterpart so I thought oh Plum well Plum and Peach that must be Peach's counterpart and uh. <laughs> I thought that was like a failed a failed attempt at that at giving her a Waluigi um, but I, I, don't, I don't I I had never heard of these characters the other one was Charlie so it was just like so confusing <laughs> yeah. to see these human characters in, in a Mario game as the starting characters. I it forget was.
1: Uh, what was it, Harry? There's there's a guy named Harry that has like red hair and he has like a he has like a goatee. And uh, you remember in college, Jeremy? You remember you remember Mike Twist? Do you, yes. remember, you remember Mike Twist? We used to call Harry Cyber Twist because he basically looked like Mike Twist if he was in a video game. He basically looked exactly <laughs> like this this college per this college friend that we played the game with. It looked like him in the virtual world, so we called Harry Cyber Twist. So it was nice to see Cyber Twist again. I haven't seen him for a while in the game, but yeah, no, I mean I played the shit out of Mario Mario Golf '64 in college, and it's way harder than any of the other Mario Golfs, But also, it's got some cool levels that aren't in the other one. Like there's, I'm, I'm working on unlocking the Boo level, which is all like haunted stuff. But I got a, I got the Yoshi's Island level. I got like the uh, the shy guy, uh, the shy guy desert. And, um, and I got like the Koopa world and yeah. And it's, and, you know, I, 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 cheat, you know, I cheat on it. I play through and I do like where I save on every hole, you know, I do like the save state and like you make a putt and then you fuck up the putt and then you like reload it and you do it again. You know, like that's how I do on any of these ones that have save states, but it's fun for me, you know,
3: they try, call try that get through it save scumming.
1: Well, you mm-hmm. know what? It's available. So it's not cheating.
3: <laughs> no, I don't no, no one said it was cheating. Yeah. I said it was save scumming.
1: I mean, I beat I beat all this shit on the 64 when it came out, and I don't want to spend that much time on it again. So I do the I do the saves coming this time around. But but it's it's a lot of fun to play. I mean, I love I love the Mario Golf games, and I'm glad that it's on there. And you know, maybe someday we'll see Mario Mario Golf, the Game Boy Color one, on there, and then maybe we'll have the uh, maybe, maybe we'll have the thing where um you can bring the characters from the Mario Golf game onto the thing because you used to be able to hook it up through the bottom of the controller and you know do the transfer pack and all that. Maybe there'll be some way to virtually do that at some point in the future. But yeah, I'm glad it's on there. I'm glad you gave it a shot, John. It would be fun to play online. I would. I would be into playing four player online with that. You know, just to try it out. Jess and I have just been you playing locally, and I will destroy all of you on that. But no, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's been it's nice to because we like Justin and I we play Mario Golf Super Rush so much. It's nice to have another Mario Golf game with more with extra levels that we haven't tried yet. You know. Even though this one is much more difficult than the other one, but it's nice to have some more some more stuff in there. But the but the big one was um I got a I got an embargo review, which is like my first one I've done. I Ooh. guess a, aside, aside from stuff that we've gotten like for Nintendo Main, like we've we've gotten codes sent to us personally for stuff that didn't come out yet and there's stuff that we've reviewed like for our podcast, but through um, you know, Nintendo World Report, which I've been reviewing stuff thanks to Alex. I I jumped on a zombie army four, which you didn't, you didn't want that one. Nobody wanted that one. (laughs) No,
3: no, uh, I'm not, I don't know as far as what those, is that uh, like sniper elite?
1: It's a spin off of Sniper Elite, actually. Um, I, I was gonna say, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully they don't. Nobody wants to disown me because I, I like, I love the game. Like, I thought it was great. Like, I, I mean, I guess this game is like a mark. I like, I'm a mark for this. I guess. Like, I love third person action shooter games. I like like zombie stuff. I like horror stuff. It's like, you know, it's like it's like my perfect game. Like, I I loved it. I gave it a nine. So I mean, I I had a, I had a fucking blast with it. So I mean,
3: well, I mean, wh- well, yeah. all that matters is like what it, what it matters to you, right? Yeah. And it's like I have not. Really interacted with that series at all. So when it comes down to it, I mean, neither me neither had I.
1: I. I had actually never, yeah. I had never played it before. I never played Sniper Elite. Well, I mean, I had heard of Sniper Sniper Elite, but once when I see Sniper Elite, I'm like, ooh, War Game, not interested. You know, like I don't, I don't give yeah. a shit about Call of Duty, like Medal of Honor, whatever the fuck. Like I don't. More more realistic the game is, the less I care about it. You know, it's like well, I want the weird well, hold on, shit.
3: Let's like tell me what about what what is this game?
1: So Zombie Army Four. So I so I never so I remember seeing Zombie Army Trilogy available for the Switch which, which mm-hmm. Zombie Armor Trilogy is a spin-off of Sniper Elite. And I guess, I think it started as DLC for Sniper Elite V2, like the second one. And mm-hmm. there were two versions of that, and then they did another sequel to that. But this is like its own, like, game on its own, uh, Zombie Army 4. And uh, it's, it reminds me of a lot of things. Like, it reminds me of, like, there's like a little bit of Monster Hunter in there. There's a little bit of, like, um, Dynasty Warriors, I guess. A um, little bit of, like, Doom, Wolfenstein, like... Like Serious Sam, like the, like those type of games, but it mm-hmm. looks. But I think I, I felt like it looked and and played really well on Switch. Like I had, I mean, I'm not really like a frame rate person, but nothing. There was nothing that like that hampered my playing of it. Like I played all the way through to the ending. Like when I beat the campaign. There's actually additional DLC DLC missions on top of that, which I didn't get through yet. But I got through two of three of them. But uh, I guess the idea is it's kind of like an ultimate package. They're giving you the first season. Of DLC for free in this fifty dollar package, which is the same for the PS4 and five and whatever else it was released on. And you get like the regular campaign. And basically, it, it's kind of like a Left for Dead type thing. Even though uh, I was unable to find online people to play with, so I played through the whole game by myself, completely solo. <laughs> but I still enjoyed it. But it's a, it's a third person shooter. It's a third person shooter where you fight like uh, hundreds of zombies at once and get and try to get from point A to point B.
3: Oh, it's a Left for Dead like style game.
1: I mean, it it can be. I, I didn't pl- I didn't play it co op. I played it all by myself. But no, it's a yeah, it's a four person co op. You can play it online. You can play it locally. And uh, yeah, it's it, there's this, basically the story is uh is like you know it's it's alternate history where uh, at the end of World War II, when Germany was losing, uh, Hitler decided to find a way to resurrect the dead and create this like zombie army, this like zombie Nazi army to uh you know even the playing odds I guess yeah on the war and uh you know you kill i guess you kill Hit- you, you kill hitler in the first zombie army trilogy but the zo- but the army is still there the zombies are still there they're still like running across europe or wherever else and this one this one takes place at that time where there's still fucking zombies everywhere and we got to figure out how to get them out of the world like to hope for a better world after that you know so that's kind of where it goes and don't want to say spoilers, but it, it, it goes the way you, the way you think it's going to go. Like the, the boss that is the boss is probably the one you think it's going to be. But, uh, but yeah, that, that's basically what it is. And you, uh, you have like three different weapon types. You have like your sniper, you have your sniper weapons, you have your secondary weapons, which secondary weapons are like machine guns and shotguns. And then you have like your handgun weapon as well. And you can, uh, you can you can find upgrades throughout the game to to like basically you know max out these weapons and make them sur- super powerful. Not to mention there's like a you know you can level up and you get stuff like as you level up and you can get different variations of all the different items that you can have. Like you can like kind of modify your uh, your like grenades and like your uh, med packs and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I just. I mean, I just thought it was just a shit ton of fun. Like, it's just, uh, I mean, just blowing the shit out of zombies. And And as simple as it sounds, I felt like they did a really good job, like, just like they have a good variety of different like each of all the levels are different like there's one that's inside an abandoned an abandoned zoo or like you're or you're like you're on a boat going through the canal or like you're uh or like you're in the swamp or like you or like you're in like this uh, frozen area or you even go to like hell itself and like there's all these different places that you go to not to mention there's a whole bunch of different zombie types that will be introduced as you go through the game. so it I felt like it did a really good job of keeping everything fresh even though it's such a simple idea you know but but it never really felt like it went stale to me i mean i played i played through the whole thing like i really i really i really enjoyed the game so uh like i said i felt like it was a game directed at me like it's like my you know it's like my type of game you know it's and i've talked many times on the show about how much i love old school first person shooters especially ones that involve like killing demons and stuff like that so this is same sort of thing like you know horror horror stuff with, with zombies and nazi zombies and yeah it's fun and it's and i i maxed out all my weapons uh i think i was at level like 55 or something like that like when i when i stopped but yeah and it and it has like a it has like a combo mechanic in it also like you you know you want to like shoot as many zombies as you can like in a row and you want to like do headshots would give would get like higher higher points because of that and then you get you know then you can score like you know a bronze silver or gold for every for every level that you go through and there's and there's like secondary missions as well where it's like uh, you know, this one, uh, like, it's like sometimes you have to carry like a canister of gas or something like that to the to the boat when you're going through the canal. It's like while you're carrying the gas, like shoot like 50 zombies in the head with your handgun, like while you're carrying the gas or whatever. There's like little, there's little like extra stuff on there like that, that, that keeps it interesting. So, so yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with that. And I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to end up buying Zombie Trilogy now too, <laughs> because I had so much fun with this one that I want to play. I need to know what happened in the previous three games before this so it totally turned me on to the series and not to mention i noticed like in the review that there's a lot of stuff that's dlc but not accessible yet so there must and i I looked online and there's i guess there's three seasons that have come out so far and you get the first one for free so i think you have to buy season two and three separately for the switch so i don't know what the prices are on that because it wasn't available but i mean i'll probably end up buying them just because i had so much fun with the game as is you know so and i'm really excited to try out the multiplayer once it actually officially launches you know and other people will be on there
3: man i did not know what that series was
1: neither did i (laughs) i was just kind of like oh it looks like a shooter and there's zombies like i like those so i kind of just jumped in it not really knowing anything but thankfully it gives you a nice little uh gives you a nice little five minute like recap video at the beginning like showing you all the stuff that happened in previous games uh you know mixture of like actual world war ii found footage with like footage from the games and just kind of it's like here here's what's happening uh you know uh Hitler brought brought uh, people back to life and there's a zombie apocalypse all over the place here go kill them and that's uh yeah and a lot kill of it's them. uh you know you you know you have like areas where you have to we have to clear out zombies to get like to the next thing or I mean there's different missions where that involve different things that you have to do and there's like uh I will say that when you play it because um, you can you get these character perks. Where you can, uh, where you can basically kind of, you'll choose a thing like how you want to upgrade your character. Uh, one of the first character perks you should get is the heavy perk, because the heavy perk is the one where you can pull the turrets off of whatever they are and carry them around. Like that, uh, that made a huge difference for me in the game. So if if you're doing that, mm. make sure and do that. You know, because I have turrets that you can set out and gun the zombies down, but if you have the heavy one, you can pull off these giant uh, machine guns and just carry them around and kill people wherever. So, but yeah, it's it's a straight up, uh, yeah zombie death uh shooting i'm I'm really interested to try out the co-op like i said unfortunately i didn't get to do that because i guess nobody had the game and and there's no cross play that that was another that was kind of a that was a that was a you know missed thing for me because i was hoping that maybe i could play with some people who had it on steam but but there was nothing there was like no there's like no games whatsoever i was like okay this must only be on switch then but i know you can i know you can flop your saves from one to another you can cross save from, oh, steam, wow. from steam to this but mm-hmm. i didn't have it on steam so i don't know but it made me a fan it made me a fan of the series for sure
3: yeah you know and there have been like um left for dead has been like a kind of a hot commodity as far as like oh we gotta like recreate that like lightning in a bottle
1: um things like um uh there was a warhammer back for blood
3: yes back for blood but well, back for Blood's a- like
1: the same developers though right Or like some of the same people i think
3: Yeah, it's some of the same people, but there was a Warhammer one. I'm trying to think of what the what the game was though. Um, Is that
1: Vermintide? Okay,
3: yeah, Vermintide. That if you were there's a the part uh, Vermintide two came out uh, a couple years ago, like two years ago. But um, that is just mystical Warhammer themed Left for Dead. So like, and I think there there there's talk of uh, Vermintide three.
1: Okay, yeah, I heard that. I I watched a review of the um. Of the Zombie Army trilogy, just because Mm -hmm. I wanted to have an idea of like how that one ran and all that stuff originally. Oh, and it's made by Rebellion, which were the same guys who they put on a, there was a PlayStation 2 game that was a, there was a port that they did that I played the shit out of like on the first year of Switch. So I don't remember what it is offhand, but it was the one where the weapons like talk to you. They all have their own like personalities and they're all like sentient beings or whatever. And there's a whole lot of blue characters in it.
3: Hmm. i'm checking i'm checking out rebellion
1: studios now
3: uh sniper elite was their game
1: uh it was it was the very first one that they ever put on twitch and it was a port of a ps2 game it has blue guys on it it's called Evil like genius something trooper i think rogue trooper rogue trooper yeah that one yeah I, I played rogue trooper when it came out and i really liked it and i just realized it was the same company that did this so i was like okay cool
3: does this make you want to look at sniper elite
1: kind of actually. I was actually thought about it for a second. I'm like, "Well, hold on." I'm like, uh, cuz I was I was already I was like, "Well, I could buy I could buy a zombie army trilogy now, but I'm like I'm like, "Well, hold on." I'm like, "Let's wait and see like what the see like if they're going to do the season pass thing for Zombie Army yeah. 4. Let's see what that's about." And then like, you know, maybe we'll go to Zombie. Well, I mean, definitely I want to play Zombie Army Trilogy at some point. And I was at GameStop the other day, and I did actually find a physical version of it that was on sale, but I don't I don't want physical games, so I didn't I didn't get it, but but I was surprised oh, that I, a, that I found no it. No physical games for you. I just don't. I, the the physical games that I have are the games that I play the least out of all of them. That's why I, that's why I don't want them.
3: But they can't they they can't take it away from you. Then
1: <laughs> that's true. I mean, I'll still like, end up I'll end up buying it like, again for Switch Five Thousand or whatever comes out. It's like Max, Scott and, Pilgrim. You know, they can't take it away from me. It's it's like it's like hope, right? Like uh, you know, Shawshank Redemption.
3: No, so one of my co my, one of my co hosts, Joel, talked about it. it's like, like uh, then they re released Scott Pilgrim, and he's like, I'm buying it because physically because they took it away from me last time.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they did. But I had it. I mean, I had it for PS3.
3: Yes, but do you have a PS3 with it installed?
1: I thought I did. Well, actually, my PS3 is uh, my PS3 is a uh, memory died, so it might not be on there anymore. Exactly. Yeah. So you don't want them
3: to take it away. From I had to re had
1: to reboot it, but I played it. I enjoyed it. I remembered that. I didn't need to buy it again.
3: But I have it physically now from. Sure. Uh, what was it? Uh, was it uh, limited run games?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's also it's space. I don't have much space mm. to get more physical, and I, like I said, physical games are the ones I play the least because I, I don't like switching them out. I want the I want the jukebox of gaming machines where I have all these different games to pick from at any time.
3: Oh, I agree. I get that.
1: Yeah, but yeah, Zarmy Army Four, uh, give it a try. I mean, it's a it's kind of a high price for something that you would never heard of. I mean, fifty bucks, but I think it's worth it. <laughs> I think you're going to get a lot of uh, hours out of it, and like I said, I felt like it was a game that was directed at me. So you know, it could people could start saying that I'm a mark for whatever <laughs> for, for liking the game, but I had a blast with it. I thought it was really fun, and that was just I would say it. that Trey was just single player known as
3: a mark for, <laughs> for zombie Nazis
1: for zombie shooting for killing zombie Nazis. Yes, I'm into yeah. it. It's, it's it's fun. Yeah, no, it, it was it was a good time, and I and I and I beat it. That was my other beat of the week. I, I beat that. I beat the campaign mode, so I got to the credits on that as well but then i but then i realized that the game keeps going because the season one dlc has three more levels after that so it's so it continues i'm like wait oh no wait i didn't beat it there's more there's more so i just kept going Fun. and i want to see what's in season two or three and i guess there's fours in the works but it's not out yet on pc but yeah i mean if i if i play through trilogy and i uh, have enough energy and i'm like well i might try out sniper elite four i heard that one was cool i don't know it's like the army stuff is you know like, eh, i don't care but the uh, but the but the way they create like the cool horror atmosphere. And I was thinking about this because last week we were talking about House of the Dead remake, the House of the Dead remake game on, on Nintendo Switch. Um mm-hmm. I think that Zombie Army 4 is almost a better House of the Dead game than that House of the Dead game. <laughs> because it, it has it reminds me of House of the Dead Overkill. Because it has stuff that you could cause you know, House of the Dead Overkill, it was all about building combos and shooting people like so many in a row. And also it had the slow motion mode, which I completely, completely forgot about. And that's something in uh, Zombie Army Four, you get the ability on your on your uh, machine gun or the machine gun that I had. I had the ability to where you can slow mo. You know, you can slow mo for a certain amount of time, and you can just destroy zombies. You, that's how you can clear a lot of people because they're moving slowly, and you're just jumping between them. And and uh, it's all in black and white, and it looks a lot like it did on uh, House of the Dead Overkill on Wii, which is the best House of the Dead game.
3: I have I have questions here.
1: What's up? The House
3: of the Dead Overkill. Yes. What was that like? A pulpy like kind of problematic story with like it was weird cops and then like <laughs> yeah. Some strippers
1: yeah no house of the dead overkill was my favorite house of the dead game i love it yeah no it's it's a it's supposed to be a grindhouse like movie game it's, okay it's supposed I, to be like a b-horror movie there's some really weird shit that happens in the end of the game that kind of references know, dead I'd alive if you've year. seen that movie yeah okay so you know
3: i didn't beat we have a thing uh video game white elephant where uh, on my show where we um, will gift each other random games and then we play that. And I was gifted uh, typing of the dead overkill.
1: Oh, does that exist? typing of the dead. Yeah, and it, you know it know does exist. But, but, does, but does type of, typing of the dead overkill exist? Yes. Where you type and it shoots? Okay, oh, I didn't. Yes.
3: Know. And that, that's how I beat the game. That's how I That's why I'm asking this question is like is House of the Dead the same as uh, the House of the Dead overkill the same as typing of the dead? Because I realized that I was playing the the Overkill version, and uh, that's what I was asking about if the story was the same. As it turns out, it is.
1: Yeah, Overkill is Overkill is like the prequel to House of the Dead One. So you see the origins of G, of Agent G, and all that stuff. And it's like it it does like the film grain, and it kind of like yep. skips at times, and you'll have random images that show up in like the in the in the in the film frames and stuff like that. They're really they're really leaning into it, and I love it. They and,
3: really ham it up, and at it does that like point. the
1: discoloration, like to make it look like it's older film and all that. And
3: one guy's just supposed to be Shaft.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah that, yeah, that guy. The yeah, other's that guy in there. That's that's yeah. It, it's it's great. Like I love that game. That was the House of the Dead that I played the most because it just had great replayability. Because like you would, the more points you you gain, the more money you would unlock to like buy new weapons and like yeah, and it was all about getting getting combos and getting higher scores and all that stuff and. See now, if you it like, take away
3: buying weapons and upgrading, and just want to type, may I recommend typing of the dead overkill?
1: I, I don't know if it could be the same. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I didn't know it existed until just now. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Typing but no, of dead,
3: it it's weird. I'm
1: glad it's you fun. got to experience it in some way. And I know yeah. and it has. I know it has the weirdest ending ever. But I thought it was yep. meaningful for the time. <laughs> it was yeah. when it was when Nintendo was really trying to prove that they had uh, mature games, like they. They were welcoming it on the Wii. They're like, "Please bring the weirdest shit you got. Let's do it. Let's let's do it here. Let's exclusive."
3: And now they just have H games.
1: I mean, they still have a. Uh, I mean, they still have weird shit on uh, on Switch.
3: Well, I know, but yeah, these H games are pretty mature.
1: What are What are the H games?
3: Oh, uh, anime naked ladies.
1: Oh, you are talking about the hentai games? Yes, yeah, <laughs> those
3: on there. Yeah, did you guys see that recently?
1: I was gonna say we probably won't get to it just because we're going kind of long already. But uh, there's a game called In the Mood coming out this week, and it's basically uh, it's basically porno like Bust a Move, the Bust a Move game where you move the ball yeah. and shoot it at stuff, and you unlock pictures of women. And they're I don't know if they're fully naked or not. I don't know. It's it, there's some no, really dumb not, games not, not that just show babes. up. They won't go that far. Mm-hmm.
0: But... It's going all the way back to but they do bath babes on the NES.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. But they do have nudity on Switch. Like they, oh, it's, they? it's there. Oh yeah. I mentioned it before. Um I was at uh
0: Animal Crossing.
1: Outlast. The horror game Outlast. There's dicks in that yeah. game. There's dicks that chase you. Mm. Naked men with with waggly dicks <laughs> that chase well, you through I mean, the game. But
3: They're... one of my one of my co hosts is we, we make fun of him because that's he plays a lot of H games. He beats like fifteen a year. Uh, oh, wow. he beats them. But um, okay. one of the jokes I saw on the news was that they were promoting the next uh, you know uh, uh, Nintendo Switch sports and whatever the hot new games was. But then the second thing on that list and like the the big display on the eShop was Hentai Uni, which was yeah. about
1: uh <laughs> like anime girls at university. Oh boy, yeah, there, there's there's yeah. some weird ones on there. I mean, there's it was, like it was
3: weirder that it was like front page on the e-shop like big mm. banner
1: yeah there's some really strange names on there like one of them was like inside her uh parentheses bedroom and i'm like oh okay <laughs> oh yeah that one. <laughs> it's no there's one very, on my uh, wish list that my friend type showed type me
3: that is surprisingly good it's called block knockers
4: <laughs>
3: but it's it's a you know it's like a slide puzzle match three game but i was like uh he's like no this is a pretty good game and then of course there's bikini ladies and i was like well that seems stupid and then i started playing it and i was like three levels deep and i was like i gotta stop playing this is like a just kind of like a normal addicting just like sliding you know sliding blocks around and trying to figure out how to you know break a bunch of blocks i was like okay i'm just more addicted to the to the puzzle and he's like yeah i know and then again Bikini lady, no, sure. I don't care about the bikini lady. I just sure, you sure you
1: don't. Sure you
3: don't. Yeah, that's <laughs> on my. uh That's on my. Like, I can't even
0: perform anymore list. if there aren't blocks in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so
3: but I'm uh, going
1: to finish. Yeah,
0: that's,
3: yeah, that's my wish list. I'm like, I'm gonna play block knockers.
1: <laughs> Continuing on, I'm almost done here, and we'll take a break. Speaking of House of the Dead, I did actually play House of the Dead, the Switch one, without motion controls, just using the stick to aim, and I did much better than actually aiming with the with the motion control. So.
3: That's true. Uh, motion controls didn't help you, huh? Yeah.
1: No. I mean, it was better with the stick, actually, because a lot of the characters, you have to shoot like one area over and over and over again. And with the motion control, it was kind of just all over the place. So mm-hmm. I got the best score ever. I just plowed through the game like in a half hour, just using the stick and no motion control. And I'm like, okay. If I play it again, I'll do it that way. That was a small thing of that, but I did. Uh, I visited the GameStop that John and I used to go to in college, the one on Canal Street uh, over there in Chicago. Yeah, the, the one, one, the one we went by, to for the her, one
2: for Wind Waker.
1: Yeah, the one we went to to Wind Waker. It still exists, and I managed to find three amiibo that I've never gotten before, so that I've never seen Ooh. before. So I have three amiibo here just to show you, well, to talk about on the show. But I have the Egg Lady Ina from uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2 never never seen her. Uh she's very Easter like cuz she's holding the giant egg. There you go. Cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I also got my Palamute Monster Hunter Rise. Ooh, found oh, cool. found one of those finally. They they've re-released all the Monster Hunter ones because of the upcoming Sunbreak, which I'm very excited about. And also, I got the Ray's Wing Rathalos right
3: there. Oh, that's cool. That's
1: a big one. Extra $3. Oh, some
0: stories one. too.
1: Yeah, it's from Stories 2 as well. So I have two I have three Stories 2 ones and I have all of the Monster Hunter Rise now because I got the I got the cat, the the Palico and uh Jess got me the um well there oh, there you have it. you have it yeah, right here. There it is. Well, here's the Palomute. And then the, the other one? Well. Yeah, there's Magnamalo.
0: Magnamalo. Yeah, I want Magnamalo.
1: Yeah. yeah, Magnamalo has been uh re-released so you can find them easier now. But just bought it for me at the time when it came out. I got it from eBay, but just quickly before we go to break, got to do the patented Amiibo opening. So here we go. I'm going to tear through three Anyways, of those.
0: Ruin the value. Listen to that capitalism.
3: <laughs> I'm you re- hear re- everybody re- start to cry? <clears throat> no! Oh, no, no, don't bend it,
0: the card.
1: Wait, it's you're ripping it. box. This one's not even letting me come out.
3: Jeremy, there I'm just is. looking at your. I'm just looking at your uh, your old school
1: television right now. It's got two of them. Two of
0: them. They're both small, but they both work. There you go. It's
1: a cool Rathlos. Rathalos. Yeah. Um. It was a. Uh, it was kind of dumb. I was. Uh, I was like, well, these are three that I have to get because you know, I. I mean, any any sort of a collector knows that you'll see one thing one time and then you'll never see it again. Yep. So get it when you see it. Otherwise, you may never find it. So especially, you know, I'm. Uh, I became I became a Monster Hunter fan from Monster Hunter yeah. Rise, which we, which we talked about. I think we talked about that as well.
3: By the way, that bit me in the ass. By the way,
1: what did Monster Hunter?
3: I told you about. I I, I was like, oh man, you got to get into Monster Hunter. It's the best. And then I, I there was two games that the I that think you missed out
1: on I came... it. I, 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 I didn't see you on there much, or you didn't. No,
3: there was two games that came out that year that for some reason I just could not get in the mood to play. Guilty Gear Strive and Monster Hunter. And so it came out on PC. Ooh, look at that. Nice uh, egg. And then it came out on PC, and I was like, maybe that's the reason. Maybe I need to play it on PC. I bought it on PC, will not install. It installs and then oh. it just errors out constantly. And I can't get a Where refund.
1: Oh no.
0: Oh, did you get it through Steam?
3: Yeah, uh, I got it through cdkeys.net. Oh. But I can't refund it and it just doesn't work. And I've sent countless emails to both Capcom and the the, the tech support forums on Steam. Oh, that's a good collection. Here's the, uh, there's good,
1: the, here's the fam. Good amiibo. That sucks uh, that you haven't got to play it because Monster Hunter Rise is excellent. Well, just
3: like to me, it was like, this is the world telling me just play it on your switch you idiot you should it's good i mean it's, good on it's
0: easily the best looking game on the switch it's
3: yeah for some reason i just wasn't in the yeah, mood at totally. the time it, it looks I great was like oh man i this is gonna be awesome i don't know why i'm not in the mood to play it
1: and that's what and that's what i have for the for the week um why don't we take a break and then we'll come back and talk about the rest of the stuff <laughs>
0: Just go to patreon.com slash Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the
1: show! So long, eh, Bowser! Ah! Ah! Ah, Patreon.com slash Podcast! Game over! from the break uh jeremy tell us about where you are in elden ring jeremy's been the elden ringer for like five (laughs) for like five weeks now but but you're finally somebody who can talk to him about it (laughs) because it's uh, true it's true because none of us have played elden ring so
0: and that's why i'm glad we spoke a little bit before because i just i want to make sure i'm not being a, a spoiler here guy a spoiler guy here too much but whatever this game's like at this point i don't even care about spoilers anymore because i just want to know what to do i don't want to be lost so i've been looking at guides and stuff yeah also i've been listening to podcasts about the lore and i've just been i just really dove into this game head first and uh
3: there's some good uh, youtube videos of like people who do like just like oh i'm just gonna do lore videos it's like, yep. oh, that's pretty good
0: yeah but i've watched a few of those and uh also i listen to uh bonfire side chats it's a mm. watch out for fireballs patreon exclusive one so i started patronizing them a couple weeks ago so they've got like a nice little i could just do a whole you know podcast just about it which is kind of like this little segment last thing i did was i beat Starscourge scourge Redon. i've been stuck on him for weeks um i go back to him i play him i'll leave i'll be like fuck this i just hate it so much it's just, it's just such a hard battle but i beat it tonight my goal is to beat it by the time we recorded and i beat it about five minutes before we started recording so thank goodness i was gonna be disappointed in
3: myself did you guys have you told the guys what that fight is like
0: well, I no. told I told them a little bit about it, but so Starscourge Radon is a he's a demigod who basically I think he used to be the husband of the the god of the world, but before yeah. that he was married to this other goddess or queen or something. Anyway, he's just he's kind of a dramatic. He's caused a lot of drama. He like left one lady to go to another, all this stuff. But anyway, he, at this point, has been eaten alive from the inside by Scarlet Rot, so he's just a zombie, essentially. And he's huge, and he rides this little comically tiny horse. <laughs> That's what's the very ho- funny is this guy's massive. I feel so bad for this horse.
3: Yeah, and he's riding a very tiny horse.
0: The horse looks miserable. I mean, it's obviously an undead horse, but it looks very unhappy. Undead so, and it's, unhappy. It's, hmm. Yeah, it's just bending under his weight. I. I, I he doesn't then, have feet though, so I think that's probably why he stepped a horse. And
3: what makes it a very cool fight is that it's it's a completely uh, you it's it's you don't have to do it at all in the story. Mm-mm. So it's completely you're like you're making the choice to like I'm gonna play this fight, and then it's on a battlefield, and the festival is to like how do we like he wants to he wants to get bested, so. Yeah he's he's like i need some good fights so the festival is just anybody wants to fight this demigod go for it i guess and you meet npcs throughout the game that kind of like just talk to you and give you quests and stuff like that but um any npc you have fought or you've met in the game Mm -hmm. will be at the festival and you could just summon to hang out with you and fight this giant epic battle on this hill which is yeah. filled with like just corpses on this desert sand like this giant sand dune and he was like it's oh it's like...
0: quite possibly the largest arena i've fought a boss battle in and the thing about these games is that it's very
3: much a one-on-one you and this character maybe you and one other character but this mm-hmm. is like no you summon seven people and it is just and they're epic. all weak as shit and then they like they all die, but if you get him to like his like halfway point, because all the bosses here have like two phases. When you get him to the second phase, you can resummon them. Like they give you a gap. He jumps into the air, and mm-hmm. it's like resummon all your friends. And it's like I guess, okay, seven more people. Let's go. Let's all hang out, and let's all. So it's a very epic feeling all around. That
0: second phase too fuck that phase like at the beginning if you don't know what's going to happen he'll just kill you. he'll just one shot you because he comes back down out of, the, of the sky like a meteor and you well, I mean- kind of see him coming from a distance so if you're like watching you could you could avoid him what i ended up learning was just run away from all the npcs because he's going to try to crash into as many as he can yeah and uh so i started doing that but the first time he hit me directly and i was so pissed because i had never gotten that far before and then he one at me as soon as he came back
3: Well, I mean, also, you know, he's if you're far away from him, he just starts shooting shooting arrows out of a bow and arrow like a rail gun. They're like laser cannon arrows and essentially
0: like Fortnite building a wall of arrows towards you and then will kill you very quickly if you get caught in the, the flash of arrows
3: so there's that and then so in the beginning even just starting the fight you enter this arena and all of a sudden you just have this guy blasting rail gun blast laser beam cannon arrows at you while you're trying to summon all your friends mm. so it starts off very intense and then it just continues to progress that
0: way where if you, you fuck up at the beginning like you don't get to cover quick enough you, mm. you pretty much might as well just restart the battle because yeah he'll get he'll get a few hits on you at the beginning and you can heal and stuff, but you're going to need that shit later. So, yeah. So you're just hanging out with seven
3: of your, like a small army of people jumping this giant, this giant dude with double swords on a tiny, tiny horse mm-hmm. shooting railguns, laser beam arrows. It's a very intense fight.
0: He starts shooting like big asteroid rocks at you and he starts to fly through the air and spit at you like in uh, Bison style. And that's why it that's gets why really it's intense. Like,
3: it's very cool that you you beat this boss just because that that whole thing is just an event it's just an event that you're you're participating in and it's by again you don't need this boss to beat the game so it's entirely of your own volition to say this is what i'm gonna do for the next 15 hours
0: yeah i just wanted to i want to squeeze all the joy out of this game i can i've I've been really good like uh it hasn't been great for the podcast because I haven't been playing much Switch <laughs> stuff. But just been no no no, on, n- no
1: Nintendo input from Jeremy. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> and I haven't uh, spent money on
0: a video game in almost two months. And there just, you go. You save save some game, money. This game was a huge whatever. hugely great value. I'm telling you, this is one of the best values in gaming. If you like games, you're going to like this to some extent. But it's fucking hard no no, getting around that so anyway yeah that's kind of where i where i've been you know i've just been uh grinding i like to level up so i like to uh get into little phases where i'll just grind out a, a level or two in the same area and i found a really good spot well people have been telling me about it but i finally found it myself and yeah the tiny man yeah the tiny man yep it's so easy to just and i got the um did you beat the sorceress in the academy yes that full moon summon she gives you that's really effective against those guys. If you get them together in groups and mm. I've been able to like, just AOE them and it's great. I love it. Oh, so you're using magic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a, I'm a magic user. I'm a battle wizard. I think it's what okay. my friend said. So I'm pretty good with the sword, but my intelligence is at 80 right now. And my no, see, is... I went,
3: I just went dual wield. I'm gonna be like a. I'm say, I wanted to be like a warrior rogue, and then my friends are like, you know, that you just made everything triply hard for yourself.
0: I'm just a coward, so I like to hide. I like to. I like the kind of stealthy approach you can take with the spells. I know you can with melee too, but I really Not, like to hide like a coward.
3: You're doing the right thing. I'm saying. I just. <laughs> cause, cause, yeah, my the way my friend put it he goes. Oh, so you're just dragging your balls across the map, huh? You're just really just making everything suck like,
0: yeah, I guess. Yeah, because I, uh, I came off of uh, you know, Ar- Arceus to play mm-hmm. this. So I, I basically just started playing this like Arceus. I'm just hiding in the tall grass. <laughs> instead of catching the Pokemon, I'm killing the demon guy, the bad boy guys.
1: Yeah, Arceus, that was a game that I gave up on. Well, I, got, I gave up on trying to find those fucking purple fires. I no, almost I, forgot I, I love that is. game so much. It's been so but, long. I mean, I love that game so much. And I put 100 plus hours into, into Arceus, but those fucking fires. Yeah. That, you didn't.
3: You didn't finish the Pokedex, huh?
1: No, I didn't because I got tired of finding the stupid fucking purple fires. <laughs> it's annoying. Like even when you know where they are and you still can't find them, it's, I'm just like, eh. I, I gave up. Like I, you know, other stuff came out. Kirby came out. Skywalker Saga came out. There were other games that I was more interested in. And now Zombie Army. It's, it's mm-hmm. super fun. So so fuck. I gotta go ideas. back to Kirby. I actually actually right when I write when I finished Zombie Army. When I wrote my review, the first thing I did was play Kirby. I played a level of Kirby because Kirby is just like it's just a great chill like chill game. And I was just like, I played one level just to like chill myself like a
0: palate out. cleanser. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: it was. It's, it's a nice. It's a nice, pretty. It, you know, it's a nice, pretty fun thing. And I'm like, all right, because I was just like hitting Zombie Army like crazy. Like I'm like every day, every day, I'm gonna play this. You know, till I get through it. And then I was just like, okay, I made it. I made it. I did the review, and now I'm just gonna chill out. And I'm just gonna play. I'm just gonna play Kirby. And I did Kirby, and I was like, this is nice. I
2: like it. I mean, there's the whole reason I got Kirby and Elden Ring. That was the whole thing. It was yeah. Yeah, you know, Elden worse, Ring was like, the. You know, Ring, Kirby yeah. was the chaser. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, when, the reason that I got Kirby, I was doing, I was working on a job in, in Iowa. I was out of town doing like a six day shoot or whatever. And I, I wanted something chill that I could just like throw myself into that I don't have to think that hard about, you know, and I don't really know, need to know that much about. And Kirby was the game that was my after after work game. I go to the hotel and, you know, just throw myself into some hours of Kirby and go to bed and come to work the next day. You know, it was good for me. It it was good, like mental, you know, break whatever mental help thing for me. It's just a, let's play Kirby. You know, it's it's nice. It's not too it feels com- good it's not too complicated I mean it's all about like you know searching and exploration and all that stuff but it's it's it's, it's a good game like it's i I'll be real surprised if it doesn't show up on my top ten for the year i think it's and I haven't even beat it yet i be, I'm in like the fourth was it fourth or fifth level set but it's cool
3: jeremy do you do you see you' you're gonna you're uh going to the end of this elden ring adventure
0: mm. I kind of have to um I made a resolution at the beginning of the year on the show that i was going to finish a souls
1: game this year for the first time so
0: Ooh. this is going to have to be the one i can't i can't start it all.
1: i can't start over you made that when you were hosting the show also jeremy was yeah, yeah, the, was, was the head of the was. show for that one and you made that as a yeah so now you have to no I, I, my be,
0: reputation is on the line i have to i have to get to the end of this be re- i have. A, you know i have several months left to do it so that's that's good oh. news
1: I'd I'd be really really surprised if you didn't if you didn't finish it. Just like with how much you've been into it, like if you just didn't, I would I wouldn't expect that. I feel
0: I'm starting to feel a little bit of that the beginnings of burnout for the game. But a lot of that was due to the performance issues, and they had this huge patch like two days ago, and it's been working like a dream since then. So I think my lag wasn't just my shitty computer; it was also just a, a general PC issue because my I, my computer's not that. Shitty. I guess I just kinda
1: you didn't really talk much about lag. Was it because of the graphic upscaling or stuff that made it not work as well? I have it on the
0: lowest settings, so yeah. I I thought it was running I I thought it was running well.
1: I thought it was running well for you. No? It
0: ran well for a while then it started running real shitty. And I just noticed online that a lot of people are having similar problems with frame drops and and stalling. So not even just a frame drop, but it would literally just do like a a momentary freeze from time to time. And you can't have that when you're fighting (laughs) Star Scourge Radon. You need that timing so you can dodge and shit. So luckily, it got up and running, and I do think the patch has a lot to do with me making a decent amount of progress the last couple of days. But mostly just uh, trying to get stronger and open up more of the map. I mean, that's really the the most fun part, I think, of any big game like this is just trying to uncover that whole map. And so, whenever I get kind of discouraged, that's what I go and try to do. And there's still more to unlock, so. Yeah, there's more to do here.
3: That map is giant. I I I have I have the exact same thought process as you where I I that was like I because I, I'm probably like I'm I'm not that like, I'm I'm you know I'm I'm not that far into it, but I definitely like that was one of the earliest things I decided to do was like I'm just gonna explore the map. And that's all I'm gonna do. And then come back for bosses and I'm like 30 hours in and like I have every part of the map explore explored and available that uh is currently possible without like like mm-hmm. fighting a boss. Like the next step is to like oh I got to go explore this second section Did then... you
0: get the two parts of the Dectus medallion? Yep. Okay, yeah. Did you You don't f- need I guess you don't need those. There's a coward's path, but I don't know how to, I don't oh. know what
3: that is. Did you find the elevator down, downstairs
0: to sealer river? Uh or
3: the... the underground city?
0: I have found parts of that, but I haven't been able to. So I got like uh, under Kaled, mm. I've got some over there, and then I got some over well the seal for river well in um, Lindgrave. But I don't think I've unlocked the full like underground part. Like I know there's a whole like kind of other world under there. I've seen some big structures, but I haven't seen yeah many NPCs down there.
3: And if you want another way to get to it, and this is just uh, a fun t- uh, a fun little breadcrumb trail for you. Um, you have now beaten Star Sturge, uh, Radon. Uh, if you watched, there was a cutscene after defeating him with a star crashing down.
0: Yeah, yeah, I did see that.
3: Did you see where the star went?
0: Mm-hmm. Got
3: to follow it, I guess. Yeah,
0: kind of north.
3: It. Uh, I will tell you that it crash landed somewhere on the map.
0: Well, I think it was north because Caleb's at the southeast part, so it kind yeah. yeah, like
3: w- of we- You will know it when you see it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You can follow yeah. it.
0: Yeah the ga- the game definitely like.
3: Uh, adapts as you go through the story.
0: Yeah, I'm excited uh, to jump back in, I guess. But I did want to say something about uh, a friend of the show, Hutch, right before we started recording. He said he hadn't really had a chance to play Elden Ring. He tweeted me this, and I think he tweeted you as well, Trey.
1: Yeah, I just uh, I just read it, and I, and I responded to it as well. Um, yeah, it's, so... it, it seems like we're, I mean, me and him are sort of in the same boat, but he's much worse on it. Uh, he said, uh, "I do you want me to read it? Or do you want to read it? You can read it okay he said uh no Elden ring for me lately uh nintendo main at jmex it tagged us both was hospital was hospitalized with severe chest pains and come to find out that i have a hernia and worse large cyst growing near my heart i have an appointment to schedule surgery tomorrow looking forward to podcast as always game on fellas so i'm like shit
0: oh Oh, no holy shit yeah that's awful
1: i have a couple hernias as well but not uh but he has like one like next to his heart like yeah, no, we, yeah, we, we wish you well and fuck, man. Yeah, we, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> that that sucks.
0: Yeah. It's so yeah, obviously we'll, we'll be, we're sending good thoughts your way, David, but any listeners Definitely.
1: as well, yeah. please
0: for Hutch, He's, he's a gaming beast and he's been a great, you know, friend of the show. So
1: yeah, we were just talking about like the, in, in between, like, uh, you mm. know, the, how insanely good at beating games you are. So hopefully in the, in the recovery process, you'll have time to beat like a hundred games.
0: Yeah, maybe your kid yeah. will actually <laughs> let
1: you play Elden Ring now that
0: you're gonna be in recovery. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry, sorry to, to hear that. Send,
1: send out our best to you.
0: But um, I will say, if you were, yeah, anybody who was playing on PC, if you haven't touched it for a little while, give it a try and see if the patch helps because it made it run a lot better on my computer, and I think made it more fun and more playable. Just in just with that one update. So who knows if it'll go back to the way it was or not. But for now, I'm ha- I'm still having fun. So yeah. Uh, I'm going to try my best. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to try my best to play something on the switch this
1: week. I just tried to turn my (laughs) switch
0: on to check my play schedule and the battery had died. So that should tell you something about the last time. Oh, I I I
1: mean, I, you know, I, as I mentioned earlier about watching Alex, uh, watching that Alex was playing, uh, nobody saves the world. Uh, I don't know if you know, but any it, all my Switch, I spy on you constantly. I spy on everybody. I spy on all your Switch plays. I just want to know what people are playing. Like, I have it to where it, like, shows up in the corner when everybody log, anybody logs on. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what's happening mm-hmm. with that one. Well, actually, you know, because now on the Nintendo app, you can actually look at stuff when you're not on the Switch, so you can spy even more. Like, because, you know... We could say seg- we, we could segue this because John was telling me about a game that he got and uh, I wasn't near my switch, but I was able to jump on through the Nintendo through the Nintendo app. And I could see that he was playing it. and I was like, yes. oh, yeah, so I was playing you know, a lot of it. Yeah. Play uh, my pretty. But let's yeah, let's segue. Let's segue to what, to what John's been doing.
2: Sure. Well, um, I'll talk about that first. Uh, I got Quake and I'm, been, I'm really enjoying it because it was only four bucks. It was on sale.
1: Yeah, there's um, a big there's a big uh, sale like for all of those uh
3: was QuakeCon recently?
1: Uh, no, QuakeCon hasn't happened yet. Uh, QuakeCon's happening digitally, from what I heard. But this was just a big uh, Bethesda sale across everything oh, okay. on Switch. So they were selling like all the old Doom games for like two fifty, mm-hmm. like uh, Doom sixty four is two fifty, which is like I got that too. Yep. One of my favorite sixty four games. I talked about it way too much, but yeah, that game's awesome. Two dollars fifty. I mean, it's like five dollars anyway. It's like fifty percent off. So so get that while you can. But yeah, uh, Quake was three ninety nine, which that was a game that I. I love that game. I mean, I played it actually only really played it on 64, like the 64 version. So it was nice to play like mm-hmm. a perfect version of it on switch. And it runs really, really well. And I just, yeah. like I was saying earlier perfect about version. killing demons and stuff like quake doom, like that's my shit. So I, well,
2: I played it. Quake first, like, I think it was seventh grade or something. My friend gave me his CD that he bought to copy it. And, and I, I, I want to say at the time, that it only came with like one one of the episodes, I, but I I know that it was there's a lot that's unfamiliar to me so far in in this Switch version. So I think when I when I played it back then, I only got like one portion of the what was the whole game eventually. And I've been really enjoying the, this Switch port. I think it runs great. I think it's a fantastic um, um, it's a fantastic port. Like like they have all these different options and stuff. You can you can change the graphics to try to make it look more modern if you want to. You can like smooth the textures and you know, personally i didn't i didn't do any of that i went and tried it all out but i just wanted it to look like it did back in the day you can turn the hud uh, on and off so it can be minimal or or you can use the the classic hud I actually ended up turning that off because i like the minimal look they did a fantastic job and and at four dollars ten dollars normal price even that would have been worth it it runs super smooth and and i'm really impressed with just like the design of the game you know, i don't think the last time i played it when i was you know 13 or whatever i was really like analyzing you know the 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 level design and all that stuff i was just having fun blasting you know 3d polygonal uh, monsters for the first time but like i noticed that there's there's times where like there's certain levels are sort of like puzzle-like in design and uh, you'll have to traverse the the labyrinth and um, they're designed so well that like when you're done with whatever the puzzle is it'll spit you right back out like to exactly where you need to be to progress again. So you don't, you're not, you're not lost. Sometimes you get lost in those kind of games and yeah. backtrack and all that. It, it just, Oh, I'm, I just solved the puzzle and I'm exactly where I need to be. So it's really good design. I'm really noticing.
3: It's just that was always fun. my problem with those kinds of games that I would always get lost.
2: Well, well yep. some of I I think a lot
1: of it is because uh like the textures like a lot of the textures look similar, but no, but Quake mm-hmm. does it's all do- brown,
2: a lot of brown in Quake, yeah. a lot <laughs> of brown.
1: But but Quake does does a good job, uh like you know putting like when you find a thing, you like come out next to where the where the locked door is when you get the key. And yeah, no, totally, right. you're right, John. Like it does a lot of that. And I I felt like um I don't know what it is, but uh I feel like the control on it was some of the best, like uh like aiming. Uh, like you yeah know, like a first person aiming that I played on any of the on any of uh, any of the games, so
2: and it has the gyro uh, you know subtle corrections that you, you can tilt the controller this way and that way
1: gyro um, aiming yeah every
2: I think every first or third person action game should have have that gyro aiming if you if you have shooting in your game, I make sure I can just tilt the controller a little bit to get exactly where I want to. It's the best replacement for for you know using the mouse as you would on a pc. You can make it so accurate. Yeah,
1: you really miss it when it isn't there. Like, uh, well, I mean, Zombie Army had it as well, thankfully. Like, had the had the gyro but uh, but Skywalker Saga didn't. And I like just noticed that it wasn't there. I was like, wait, wait, what the fuck? You don't have? And I just, you know, I just move it a little bit, just tweak it a little bit to the side. But it's it, you, you notice when it isn't there. It's like, oh, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of fun with Quake. I also got Doom sixty four, which I didn't play as much, just because I've been knee deep in Quake and wanted to get through that. But I'll I'll jump into it more. Oh, I don't know th- that.
1: I think there's I think there's like three episodes in Quake, maybe of like the regular Quake, but once you beat that, there's also like DLC Quake, so like Quake keeps going. And there's also mm-hmm. like you can play the 64 Quake, which I think I mentioned that before oh, when it came cool. out. But they have the they have like the 64 version that has the levels that were in the 64 game, and they also put like a blurring filter on it. To make it look it's like it look you're like playing 64. a 64 game on a tube TV, which I thought Catch was really funny. Detail. Great. So they do a thing to actually make it look like the original game and all that. And not to mention there's like, there's cross play a uh, death match as well. If you ever want to jump online and get your, I ass definitely want to give it a try by, sometime by 12 year old. I beat,
2: I beat some portion of it because I got what looked like an end screen and said, congratulations and everything, but there's all these different uh, other arenas you can go to. You probably played
1: through one, one of the episodes. Cause then it, cause yeah. there, there's like, there's like an overworld where they're all connected and you can go to whichever one you want. And once you beat that, they throw you back into that and then you go through another portal to the next, to the next uh, episode. Is that
2: how it was originally in the original game?
1: I think so. I mean, I got a, I got a PC. uh, Like I, I downloaded a Mac version of it whenever I got a Mac and I played through that and it was the same thing. It dropped you into the world with all the different portals and you went to whichever one you wanted.
2: I'm just trying to remember because although I had the game, I really don't remember it that well. Because I, I believe was it '96 that it came out. I think it was '96. Like and I said, that I, was like
1: I played the '64 one, so <laughs> I don't know that one didn't yeah. come out until later. Where's like my hexen? Th- I think I, <laughs> uh, hexen, yeah. It's it's in the grave where it belongs. It's in the ground. <laughs> Fuck that game.
2: game I think I got Quake, and then I got the N64 like shortly thereafter, and so I just kind of on to the next thing, and so my, my my memory of it is not that great. But I'm I'm really enjoying this new one, this Switch edition. I played some Easter games with the family. We had fun playing Smash, Cruise and Blast. We really got into Urban Flow, which I never played the multiplayer version of that so much. I played it with my, my nephew, but you know, he he's 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 he was five at the time. That can only really go so far. Um so we, we ended up playing with myself, my nephew, and my brother-in-law, and having another adult in there really helped and it made me see like how fun that game is in multiplayer because you each get a stoplight. You remember that game, right? Yeah, yeah. You're controlling, yeah. It, you're controlling it, traffic.
1: Yeah, it was on sale yeah. for a minute where you could get it for a couple bucks. I, I ended up buying it and I played it a little bit, but I didn't I didn't get that much into it.
2: In multiplayer mode, it's a really fun, you know, hectic communication game. It's kind of like Overcooked in that way, which I, I personally didn't enjoy Overcooked, but it, it is similar sort of in, in the way that it encourages you. You have to talk to each other to play the game on multiplayer. You're all sharing one screen. And you each have your own stoplight, or you might have two stoplights that you're operating. And if you don't communicate, it's just you know you're not you're not getting anywhere. But you say, like, oh, oh, get your stoplight, or you know, Steve, get your stoplight, and Dave, okay, go. And you know, it, it's it's a good party game that kind of way. Um, so I definitely mm-hmm. recommend that. It's on sale a lot for two bucks and absolutely worth that. Back to Breath of the Wild DLC, uh, and my my name reference there. I'm almost done with the Ballad of the Champions. I've got one more shrine to beat, and then I'll be getting to the the final boss where I'll get the motorcycle. Oh, so cool. So you're almost there. Playing right through. Yeah, I'll probably do it tonight. Man, I, I'm... Hell yeah. Yeah, that game wow. is great.
3: I just came to the conclusion that Breath of the Wild is not for me. Really? Yep. I don't. And I don't know what, like, why... Uh, I don't know what happened, but there's something about it that I just, like, I keep wanting to play it and i keep do playing it but I, every time i just feel like I, i'm not like getting the magic there i think
1: i mean well El, you know elden ring has a i mean i know that there's like the soul stuff but there's also like i mean breath of the wild has inspired like everything i feel like since oh yeah it came for out sure. in, in uh was it mm-hmm. 2016 and um right? Or no, was it was a 2017, 17 March 3rd,
0: 2017.
1: Yeah, 2017 it's been out for five years and uh, but it's, it, there's so many like, like Arceus like uh, like uh, what um like Elden Ring, even you, you, you see it like just go down the different games like it's like, well, cool. how is this like Breath of the Wild, you know, so I was thinking, was the saying? If,
0: if you could see it, you can go there, right? Mm-hmm. Yep Mugglish Run. Well, that's the first time I heard that in the game.
1: I like that. Yeah, it's like that mountain in the distance. You can go up there.
2: There it is. yeah, yeah mountain that's really I mean, yeah. One of these days I'm
0: going to climb that mountain, mountain, mountain. mountain.
1: Yeah, you can go get that.
2: Yeah, well there was like it's it's the it's the sort of ingenuity that you can bring to the game as the player. You know, if you can see it, you can go there. Well, you find your own way there, and that's part of the fun. I was able to actually do that in a in um, one of the shrines. Mm-hmm. I was having some trouble figuring out one way, but then I realized oh, if I stand over here and I actually use the freeze time mechanic, I can knock the ball this way and totally cheat it. And so that was very satisfying. That I came up with my own solution to it, and it and it works. And part of the reason why this game just endures for me is you can that's see that's a, the, that's a good that's what, way through.
1: That's what so, was so much fun. I thought was uh, yeah, finding your way to like I mentioned it last week, where it's like you can drop like ten swords and have like an electrical current go through all of them mm-hmm. to connect a thing, and that's obviously not the way you're supposed to do it, but it's fun that you can do that.
3: See, that's 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 a good selling point. I feel like for that game, I just think that I was never. Uh, creative enough to like do something like that. I was always like, What is the most basic, basic way to do it? And then even like, oh, like you like let's click to the top of that mountain. But whenever I got to that top of that mountain, there was like I was like, oh, there's gotta be some cool stuff here. And then like there wasn't always cool stuff there. And that's where I was like, well I kind of got to the top of my mountain for myself, which is good. And like, it's, it's my own goal. You know, you got to make your own fun to a certain extent. But then Mm. I found that like, that's where I was like, kind of getting stuck is that I wasn't, I I'm not as creative with the tools. My tools were always, well, climb it or hit it with a sword. And then after that, I didn't know what else to go
2: for. How how far did you get with your, uh, with your, your stamina? Cause maximizing that stamina wheel makes a really huge difference in the game.
3: But it's always like for me, it's like do I do I maximize my stamina or do I try to go for the sword?
1: I was gonna say if you I mean once you climb the mountain you at least find like a Korok seed or something up there. Like at least give they at least give you something. You know? Not always.
3: That was always my thing. I was like, Oh yeah, there's gotta be something there and then it wasn't always and I was like, Oh well that's kind of a bummer. But you know, like I, I that's the thing is that I've always I understand where all the high, like, oh, the Zelda is like one of the greatest games of all time. I don't disagree with you. I just, for some reason, there's something uh, that doesn't, I want it to hit for me. I really want Zelda to hit for me, uh, Breath of the Wild. Mm. But for some reason, it just, uh, I just keep trying, I go back to it like probably once a year. I'm like, I'm going to play it this time and it's going to be, it's going to hit for me this time and it's going to be awesome. And I go there and I'm like, okay, I still, I still feel like this is kind of a bummer for me. But again, it's just like I'm not doing the right thing. I'm not playing. Like it is always like the the answer for me is I'm not playing this the way you're supposed to. And I wish I knew how to play it right.
1: I, I mean, I, I think it's it's kind of like Animal Crossing, right? You play it however you want to play it. Like that. I thought that was what was so cool about Breath of the Wild is you just it's just kind of like it's like here's all the you know they give you all the items that you need like on the plateau, and then you get off the plateau, and they're like, mm-hmm. just do, just do whatever you want. Like, and that's what, and I thought that was what was really cool about it. It's like no direction really, aside from like the four, you know, uh, dungeons that you could go to. But aside from that, like, just do whatever. It's like, what's over there? Let's see what, let's see what that little hill's about. Or there's a guy getting chased by right. these other guys. Like, what's going on with that? You know, like, it's kind of, there's
2: always something. It might not be like a reward at the top of the mountain necessarily, but probably, maybe when you get to the top of the mountain, you can see something interesting mm-hmm. off in the distance. Um, Zelda has always been very good at letting you have a peek at what's next. And that Mm -hmm. keeps you on the line. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was the the first time where I I really did think about game design was with Ocarina of Time. I noticed that every time you progress, you know, it's like, yes, you you resolve one thing, but here's two more things that are intriguing. And with uh, Breath of the Wild, I think they've done that like fivefold. Every time you make a little bit of progress, you get to the top of the mountain now I can see five more things that are interesting Mm. and just with the the size of the map being how huge it is I was thinking today like if there was one game that I could take on a desert island it would probably be Breath of the Wild just because there's so much uh, that you can see so much that you can do and I'm going to be playing this game for a long time because that
0: plus there's a desert uh, island
2: thing on it it's a desert island yeah you can do the <laughs> desert, desert island, island challenge
1: yeah the, yeah. There's the one where they take all the shit away from you i thought that was that was really fun too which they yeah they have that like a multiple segments, level of yeah. that in the dlc also so
3: see i thought that was that was a fun island to find
2: yeah oh you found that
3: one
1: yeah I killed those monsters with the rocks. Like you just throw the rock on them from the top. Like I mean, you know, you <laughs> always fight, try to find. I think it's the thing, thing about like
0: Lord of the Flies style, push boulders onto people's heads. Yeah. That's the that idea.
1: I mean, I think the idea of, I mean, Breath of the Wild. You shouldn't like be thinking about what's the right way to do it. You should just just do it however you want to do it. Because that's mm-hmm. that's. I mean, I feel like that's a you know, like especially yeah, you're saying like in JRPGs and stuff. Like you, it's like the FOMO thing, especially with like Persona, right? Where it's like you want to know the exact way to do it. Like just just let it be and just play it the way you want to play it, you know? And then, yeah. you know, and then after you beat it, maybe if you want to go through it again, you can find out the best way. But I feel like if you can disconnect yourself from whatever the ultimate way is to play it, it becomes more enjoyable, at least for me, you know, mm. you can just kind of, kind of just let yourself just be in the game and not necessarily be so worried about what the ultimate ending or whatever is, you know, just, just let yourself just have fun with it.
2: Yeah. And I'll end my turn with a bit of bad news. So my MacBook. Uh, oh no! I cracked the screen this week.
1: Oh shit! What happened? That's really bad. Yeah, that
2: shit's. I mean, um, you haven't had that thing for that long, and it's expensive. <laughs> I mean, you got yeah, like, was, you got one of the. I paid like four thousand dollars for that thing. Yeah, is but, it insured. Um, warranty or whatever. No, I didn't Apple get that. The... I didn't get Apple Care. Oh, because oh. because here, here's let me tell you how I broke it. So, uh, my phone, my iPhone, the case is cheap case. It's kind of funky, and it covers the the microphone. And so people will tell me all the time when I'm on the phone that they can't hear me. And I thought, well, all right, I'll solve that myself. And I'll just kind of take some scissors and I'll cut the bottom off where the it's covering the mic. Mm-hmm. And I did that. And a little piece of plastic went off and flew off somewhere. I didn't see where, where it went. Uh, later on, as I went to close my MacBook, I heard a crack and I realized that the piece of plastic had flown off right between the computer and the screen right there in the hinge. Wow. It, it, was, it was
1: that little bit that broke it. Like that just little that bit. tiny piece it of, little wow, bit of plastic. So wow. fragile, yeah. such a fragile screen there. Yeah. It's like,
2: well, just because it landed where it landed, it wasn't, you know, resting on the keyboard or whatever it was. in the hinge. Hinge. It was like, so because vertical, I was closing right? the, the yeah. MacBook, it was putting all kinds of pressure on it and just heard pop. And I thought, Oh my that's where that landed wow. like I, I realized at that moment that's where it went that sucks yeah so it's a little in the bottom left corner of the screen a little spiderweb pattern probably about oh
1: but it didn't like inches. it didn't like spiderweb across the whole no
2: it didn't go screen. across the whole screen so that's one good thing but you know as as happens with cracked glass it's going to spread eventually probably so yeah oh, yeah it's a matter of time I have just been trying to be very careful with it, and I couldn't even bring myself to open the computer today. Like I had worked. You don't even want to see it. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Like it's like a pit of the stomach feeling. Like, oh,
0: that's your know. like work computer, right?
2: So, work computer. Yeah. How that's, much so that's have why you I did... looked
0: into getting the screen fixed? Like,
2: I'm gonna look into it tomorrow. I gave myself a a day today to just kind of get used to the idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it's just, uh, just like i don't want to think
1: uh, about it right now like just figure it yeah, out yeah
2: let me observe. so i just played zelda today that's why i played so much because uh, i didn't want to look at the computer mm. but tomorrow I'll, I'll look into it. yep yeah exactly
1: yikes well uh yeah hopefully i don't know yeah i know that i don't thing know what incredible. it's up with that
0: shiga slate but that screen is really durable
1: yep <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he's got that before we go we should just do like can we do like some real rapid fire uh news segments here Very new stuff before we before we, before we get out. Like, you know, and most of the time our news segment is pretty quick, so. Sure.
0: News, 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 news. Don't snooze or you miss the news.
1: I highlighted some of them. Let's just run through run through the news really quick. As far as games released, uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed came out this week. Uh, that's a game that I played, played through multiple times on Wii. It's weird that it's the Wii version and not whatever other version, but I'm not going to buy it because I already have other Star Wars stuff to play, but it's cool if you put in a code you can play through the game as Lando with a lightsaber which is kind of cool, you know, whatever. Even though even though if you do like put on these other costumes that aren't the actual character you miss all of the cutscenes, so there's that. But it w- it was a lot of fun when it came out. I thought it worked really well for the motion control on the Wii U, on the Wii, so it's kind of weird that they chose that one. I hope they re- I hope that they re-release Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2 because that one had a Smash Brothers game in it. As an added on thing, really, and I, and, and I never actually, yeah, the Wii version did. They had a little Smash Brothers thing with like levels and Star Wars characters and all that. And I never got to play that game, and I always wanted to. So maybe this one's popular enough; they'll do that one, and then I'll finally get to play it. But yeah, that one came out. That was the big one. Not to mention all the other shit.
3: I hear the I hear it's a really good port. I hear it's a good port, very accurate to the Wii.
1: Oh sure, yeah, and apparently the motion control works well. Like if you want to do that on your on your Switch, so. It's just weird that they did the Wii version. I was kind of hoping they'd do like the PS3 360 one because I never played that one. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't even want to get it portable because I bought it on. P- I have it on PlayStation Portable also. I have that version, you know. So oh, I played yeah. it. Okay, it's the same game. Like the PSP, the PS2, the Wii version—they're all the same except for the Wii one. I think was well, no, I think the other ones did as well. Has like a fighting game in there, sort of like a like a battle, you know, back and forth one on one thing that you can do.
3: Masters of the Terascasi. No, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. it, much much better than that. It had it didn't have like some Tuscan Raider named like whatever that was in there. Even though I was thinking maybe he would show up in the Boba Fett show, but he didn't. It's like, come on, guys, let's ma- let's uh, reference uh, the whatever Masters of Tiramisu is what I always called it.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but uh, yeah, Sonic Origins got announced. It's a game that has uh, Sonic one, two, and three on there. Has some and really CD. has knuckles. Has some really confusing. And CD. Uh, well, it has some really confusing pricing also. There's like a regular version that's $40, but there's an Ultimate version that's like $45. And there's like stuff in between. Everybody's really confused. But also like $45 for like the first three Sonic games, which are available four. on like everything. before mm-hmm. well, whatever. First, yeah,
2: and you can get some... Those on NSO, you can get the Genesis collection for fifteen dollars. Yeah. Like I am so nonplussed by this collection. I like Sonic at all, but I got but, no interest on. in it whatsoever. Yeah. Even
0: Sonic Mania, which takes some of the best levels. Yeah, there is one
3: thing that uh, enticed me about this, which is not is absolutely not going to make me buy this. But there, um, ever since Sonic CD, I don't know who's animating Sonic, but they have these like mini like little cutscenes. Oh yeah, those and, look you know, cool. Yeah, and they did that for Sonic CD with the, the, that song, Sonic Boom, mm. uh, famously. And they have kind of used that art design. When they did um, Sonic Mania, they had little mini shorts that mm. were little like, like three minute little, you know, cartoon cutscenes scenes where Robotnik's trying to catch that wily Sonic and Sonic's always thwarting him. And it's very comical, but it's that anime style from like Sonic CD. And now they're going to make more of those for this. So for me, I'm like, well, I just I'm gonna wait until they get to YouTube.
4: Yeah, <laughs>
3: but yeah. <laughs> I am very happy they're making more of those cool little animated cutscenes.
1: I mean, don't they're you very- have to pay for the extra version or something like to get those? Though it's just yes. weird that there's different. Like, why are there different versions of it? Why can't it just be? Why can't it just be one version? That just, why do we need? to Why does there need to be a deluxe that like this one has cutscenes and the other one doesn't? It's like. What? There's
3: even more confusion with this. At one point, one of the tiers comes with like gold coins, but or or, like or coins? one of them is like camera. Those,
1: one of his like camera angles in the menus, and I'm like, not what? Rings, coins? Like what? Oh, the... Yeah. I'm like, what? The... What? What? It's like camera angles in the menus. Like, what does that even mean? Like, you have yeah. to pay extra for camera angles? Like, fuck you, get out of here. Yeah, i ever want this to this look is... at
0: options from the f- from like really far to the left. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I
1: was like, this is dumb. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm so not intrigued by it. But well, I mean, it's it, the animations. I guess are the one like positive aspect of it. But it's also like, yeah, we we played all these. They've been re released a bunch of times. Like, do a fucking Sonic 3D Origins or something. Like, those are the ones that haven't been re released. I'd be way more interested in that
3: Sonic Adventure.
1: Yeah, Sonic There's Adventure One and of... Two. Uh, uh, the that the awful game... 360 game. I mean, well, we don't have to do that one. But uh, but the ga- <laughs> uh, the GameCube one, like with where you could uh, Sonic Heroes. All that the... one, that one was cool.
0: No, well, The advanced ones; those were great.
1: Yeah, those those ones were great. Those were were really really good.
2: There's a new collection called Sonic Bummers and just all the worst <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> Sonic the, we're, the Werehog.
1: Uh, you could put the Werehog one in there. Sonic Unleashed.
0: They actually yeah. make you pay for it with your own blood.
3: Okay, <laughs> there go. I was always curious about that that Xbox 360 Sonic, but like the the main egregious thing was that this like it loaded every five seconds. It had loading scenes every yeah. five seconds. But if you like take the loading out, is it good? It's like shorter. I don't know. <laughs> it's just yeah, shorter. Much shorter.
1: Uh, but speaking of Sega, uh, Sega is it talked about uh, developing big budget super games involving Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, yeah, which they were inspired Sounds by like Fortnite. Some Sega so exec got I don't know.
0: Drunk at the bar and someone overheard them. <laughs> <laughs> we're make crazy Taxi and we're going to take Jet Set Radio smash it
1: together. I mean, they're not. It, I mean. They're not going to be the same game from what I... That's what I
2: thought it was. The way it was announced was through uh, Bloomberg Japan and in the English translation, it made it seem like, well, they're talking about Super Game uh, between Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. Uh, So that that made it sound like it was one game mashed together, which sounds pretty cool to me, but unfortunately it is fortunately or unfortunately it, it's two separate games and they're just saying super game because they want it to be like AAA. they want to focus on making their old ips uh popular ips into AAA games that's what they mean
1: i mean that um yeah i mean they, they've been saying that for a while like if you remember if you remember those were those old there were those old uh, sega surveys that you could do online where they were like mm-hmm. which would, would you buy our old games if we re-released them in whatever way so they've kind of been talking about it for a while yeah the first article made it kind of sound like the same game but everything else posted after that has them as like these are separate games like they're all each their own right. thing I'm just hoping not only that but battle
2: royale games which could be interesting I yeah think inspired by fortnite so battle is, royale would yeah. be cool yeah yeah you just taxi. Battle each other
1: and-, and who can uh get the most uh fares or fares? whatever there has you- there
3: was um there was a crazy taxi phone game like an idle phone game that wasn't like you were driving but you're just like you know you you're crazy Put taxi in- tycoon
1: yeah, essentially. Yeah, it was like, like the uh, last uh, like... game that came out in 2017. We just talked about it earlier on a Patreon. Okay. So.
3: Yeah, that's a that that was a good phone game.
1: I never heard of it until until we were talking about it on the show. Yeah.
3: What was the other? What, what was that game? The something tycoon or um crazy?
1: You... Was it crazy taxi tycoon? Was the last crazy taxi game that came out? I no, know. yeah,
3: but there was um. There was a game where you're just like a billion you're a, you're a CEO oh, anyway, of a company. railroad
0: tycoon or theme park tycoon. No, no,
3: no, no, no. Um I'm trying to think it was a phone series of games oh, where you're okay. just like a guy, a CEO and you're put your you're investing money. You're investing money in like lemonade and then you invest money in candy and you and you keep like growing your business and that's kind of what this was. You were investing money in the drivers and then getting them more work okay. and doing this whole thing. So it was more about like just Putting money towards like a a a a, tax, a taxi character, and then watching that num that bar go up. So it was it was still pretty good though.
1: Yeah, interesting. I mean, I yeah, I couldn't even think of how that goes with the taxi and, and all that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you have some indus- industry insider info for this, Alex. Uh, how do you feel about this uh, Game Boy Game Boy Advance Nintendo Switch Online leak that's happening right now from from 4chan? Which is always kind of like, some like, four mm, chan still exists? Okay, yeah. uh, there, there was somebody off of four chan, but apparently, I mean, well, there's there's been talk about like Game Boy games on Nintendo Switch, and and it never really came around. But I guess the interesting about it thing about it was people were saying that it was made like the, what the leak that they saw like the emulator that was running on Switch that was running Game Game Boy, game Boy Color Game Boy Advance stuff was by the same company who did all of the emulators that were already on there for like NES, Super Nintendo 64, Genesis and all that. So it may have some sort of weight on that. For me, I just, I find it really unbelievable that they would do like Game Boy and Game Boy Advance at the same time. If I mean, maybe they're in the, I feel like you would, they'd make you suffer through all of these Game Boy games before you get to Game Boy Advance. Like it's going to be like Game Boy Advance would be like four years in the future of Nintendo Switch Online or something.
0: like. That. But also being that, well, I was going to say, being it's backwards compatible, but that was actually a hardware thing. Yeah, I was wouldn't even really on kind of this. this.
2: Here's why I think they would do it at the same time, because they put out controllers for these things, and as far as layout, if they were to do Game Boy Joy-Cons, there would just be a palette swap. They'd be the same, but they would be uh, just different colors.
1: I, I, just, I just don't think they would drop the Game Boy. I mean, maybe this is a real thing, but I would be really surprised if they dropped Game Boy and Game Boy Advance at the same time. It's like, why would you even want to play the Game Boy games? When you have the Game Boy Advance ones, like oh, uh, I would. You know, I, mean, I guess like Super like, Mario Land one and two are pretty good, but you know,
2: Doctor Mario.
3: Uh, I that's where I played Pokemon.
1: I mean, Doctor Mario's already on there, but Pokemon. I don't know if this is even if this is real. Uh, I don't see Pokemon Oracle being games. on a Nintendo Switch online. They would sell it separately. Oh, its very much, thing.
3: very much not. That's absolutely not going to happen. I just meant like there's some nostalgia for for the Game Boy.
1: Sure, I'm just saying that if this was through Nintendo Switch, like we know saying earlier about, like, having to wait, like, you know, every month for, like, one game of the 64 to be put on the expansion pack and all that. I just... That's what they're gonna do. They're not gonna put both of these out together. Like, no fucking way. Well, they is, such the a thing. They
2: dropped the N64 and the Genesis at the same time.
1: Yeah, but the Genesis didn't matter, because it was already on there in, in the Genesis collection. Like, I felt like the Genesis was an after, afterthought. Like, nobody really cared that much, because you could have already... You could have bought it for much less then how much you would pay for the expansion back to get it. You could buy half the price to buy the Genesis collection on switch already. So it's kind of like, but could I you have know. gotten
0: the Genesis control?
1: No, you couldn't have. You can, we
3: still that. can't get a good Genesis controller. Well, can I mean, you, or is that, is that still like I'm order?
1: Uh, John got one. I mean, oh, nice you got one. Yep. Yeah. I Are mean, you talking it, about the six button though?
0: yeah. Yeah. I don't, the six button's only in Japan.
3: Yeah.
1: I'll say the Japanese one. I mean, well, I have, I have the one from the mega drive mini that I got in Japan. So I have that. And also a friend of the show, uh John Whitworth gave me another one for the actual system, which I haven't, still haven't still haven't used yet.
3: So, as I say, as, as an industry insider, um, what it comes down to with this stuff is that it just seems like there's a lot of evidence of something going on with Nintendo in this that people are just like uh, putting one like putting one and one together. Is it correct that it, this stuff is real? Not necessarily, but what it comes down to is that there is basis of something here whether they're just testing something out seeing what the network capabilities are what the software capabilities are where people are at as far as the software is concerned you know will they put this together there's no official evidence but there is like there is evidence of them seeing what the emulator network and what the emulator like world looks like for this how they run so people are jumping to conclusions.
1: Oh sure. It, I mean as they do with all of these.
3: Yes, but it's not, but it's not necessarily like incorrect, it's just that it's it, like this may not be for some time.
1: Oh yeah. I mean I was uh, the first thing I thought is that maybe we'll see maybe we'll see a Game Boy edition for Nintendo Switch online during when they, when the announcements for E3 would happen. I know E3 isn't happening, but whatever yeah. they're going to do their direct during that time, maybe we'll see.
3: Maybe a Metroid game and watch
1: a regular, a regular version of it or something.
3: Yep, and that's what that's what it comes down to right now is that the fact that like people are putting one on one to get one and one together, which isn't like necessarily wrong, but it's just like the there isn't any evidence that this would actually occur yet.
1: Mm, for sure, yeah. No, I'm just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's you're right. They're, they're probably they're probably just trying it out, and uh, but it, they, I guess they did say that they saw well they in the leak they saw like connectability between, like, the Game Boy and the the 64 and all that. And I mean, like, that's cool. I'm into that. Like, maybe they want to, if they wanted to release, like, Pokemon Stadium and let you, like, buy the Game Boy Pokemon or something like that, and that'd be cool. You know, I'd be into it. Oh, yeah. The uh, Nintendo Switch Online game trial for, like, a week as uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 was on my top 10 game of the year for that year. It's an excellent game. Anybody who hasn't played it, try it out. Or like friend of the show, uh Destroyer of Games, making maybe, you can, maybe you can beat it in that time. <laughs> yeah, he actually he beat uh what was it? Uh The World Ends with You. He beat it during a yeah. trial like uh, it, yeah, beat the whole game in like in like 2 days. So, yeah, April 20th to April 26th. So that's cool. Dragon Quest Builders 2 is really good. So, check that out when you can. Um also, I mean this is the big news for me, of course, uh Xenoblade Chronicles 3 got the release date pushed up from uh what was it originally september or august or something now it's uh the end of july so
0: july 29
1: so that means that i need to get on beating xenoblade chronicles 2 and play it torna acts. before it comes out so
2: you don't hear that too often the date getting pushed up that's i mean it
1: is. might have had something to do maybe to do with breath of the wild getting delayed into the next year maybe i don't know why they would make it sooner but i just feel like that xenoblade like just like chomping at the bit for my time just being like wait no it's closer now you I gotta wonder. you gotta be ready you gotta be ready so i wonder if they because
2: uh uh advanced wars was pushed back delayed indefinitely maybe they just had something they need, need another thing to plug in there
1: i mean well advanced wars was supposed to come out at the beginning of april though i mean that, that, was, that, that, yeah. already, that yeah. already came and went advanced <laughs> wars is supposed to come out on like the ninth so i mean that was a couple weeks ago
2: well but maybe you know they do like you know they're accounting for different quarters and stuff. So maybe they wanted to put something into this quarter since. Sure. uh, Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it looks great. I'm excited about Xenoblade Chronicles three. I'm a huge fan of those games as we've talked about many times. And uh, they're actually doing a, they're doing a, like sort of a thing. They're doing a thing on the eShop right now that if you buy any of the Xenoblade Chronicles games, you get double the golden coins that you normally would. So, so there you Mm. go. You get some extra, you get some extra dollars back into your eShop account. If you want to buy Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition or Xenoblade Chronicles 2 or Torna Edition and all that, I'll probably end up getting Torna with the extra golden coins before that goes through. And I think, uh, oh, yeah, and one more thing. Uh this is, yeah, a quick, this it, is the big news. Well, let's say there's a quick one before we get to the new, n- the new news, uh, or the big news. Uh, Tetris 99, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, uh, Max, Ter- Tetris Maximus coming up this weekend. I'm very excited about that, but my Switch has actually been acting peculiar lately. Where I've been having a hard time playing online games. Like, I keep getting disconnected from the service, so I don't know why that is. Like, I was trying to play Tetris 99 just by itself, and it just kept kicking me out before the game would end. And it's not even just mine. My wife, the same thing. It's been happening to them as well. Where they were trying to play Mario Maker 2, and they were getting kicked out before they could get into any of the levels, so I don't know if it's a weird internet thing, or it's, it's weird because I can like I can get online, I can buy games, I can download games. It's
0: probably. Something I,
1: I tried the YouTube app, like John was saying. I tried the YouTube app. I watched it, like no disconnections whatsoever. The only time I can I get disconnected is when it's gameplay stuff. First time I found out was when uh, I was trying to connect with Jess on Animal Crossing, and we couldn't do that. So, but yeah, every time I try to get online, it just like kicks me out. So I don't know what it is. I, played, I was able to play like one ranked match on Mario Golf Super Rush. And I thought it was okay, but then I... And we tried to connect with Jess's brother. That didn't work either, you know, so. I don't know. I just, I want to play this Maximus Cup, so I'm on the verge of calling Nintendo and being like, what the fuck, let me play. Let me get my Kirby and the Forgotten Land theme. It'd be Otherwise, I'll never forgive you.
0: Cool if you could try... Have you tried it with your phone? Like,
1: I haven't tried it on my phone yet. I mean, I was saying if worse comes to worse, I could see if, it, if I could play a game off the hotspot through my phone, which I've used. And if that,
0: then that would be sort of troubleshooting.
1: Yeah. I used it for my Wii U to get on and download games through there Mm -hmm. because my Wii U sucks at connecting to the internet as I think it always did. But yeah, but that's that small thing. But yeah, the big, big thing here, why don't you, you go for it, John? I know this is one that means something to you.
2: Streets of rage. Movie is coming from the creator of John wick. Cool. I'm in.
1: (laughs) I'm really, you know what? I'm going to be, uh, what, um, positively optimistic i guess on this me too i just i just don't want it to be i don't know i mean i don't know video game movies are they're still not in a good place really like i i don't know how you feel about felt about the sonic movies alex or if you saw the new one but i thought the first sonic movie was kind of stupid
3: i did not like the first uh those that though i've only i still hold that there is perfect son, uh one perfect uh, game movie and that's detective pikachu
1: yeah, I mean that, that that game was uh, that movie, was really good. that movie was good. I like that one. I'm just uh, I'm like Streets of Rage, not John Wick. There's like there's two different sides I'm thinking about here. It's like number one, I don't want it to be super hokey and too much like the original Streets of Rage thing, but I also don't want it to be like too much Hollywood and too much like not about the game at all. Which we get like two spectrums of terribleness out of those. I want it to be some sort of balance between the two of them where we got enough of the weirdness of the game and enough of like the Hollywoodness for it to make it a good story. And somehow it's good. And skate is is still in the game. Like, please
2: leave skate in there, but don't make it hokey. I don't know. I want to see like a, like a very stylized version of the cover of streets of rage, the game, like the, the cover art with the guy with the, you know, the, the jeans and the headband and the, and the The axle off t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see I want to see Rage 4 was, really was yeah,
1: excellent. Yeah. Street Rage 4 is really good. Yeah, like well, I mean and and also if you don't call Yuzo Koshiro to do your soundtrack for the movie, you've what already you you've already failed. You've yeah. already failed this this test here because Yuzo Koshiro is still working. Like I don't know if you got to play a um got Gotta Protectors like that just came out for Switch. But Yuzo Koshiro did all the music on that, and they did, like, and in the DLC, he did all the different versions of all of it. So, if you buy the DLC, you can get, like, the Wonder Swan version of the songs that are in the game. Like, he went crazy about it, and he made it all on, like, original hardware and all that. That guy's fucking hardcore and awesome, and if you don't have Yuzo Koshiro on your soundtrack, what are you even doing? Like, seriously. Yep. Like... Don't even bother. Like that was a huge part of the greatness of Streets of Rage. So yeah, and like I said, that guy's fucking baller, and still make and still making music left and right. So that's how we do it there.
2: I want them to just lean into the 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 '90s kitsch that makes it so appealing of like like three you know early '20s cops going out into the streets and kicking some ass and taking down a criminal syndicate. Like I don't want to have like the FBI back them up and all that stuff. I want these three to go out and take down hordes of bad guys. I want to and... see
0: them eat chicken out of a garbage can. That's
2: all. <laughs> chicken out of a <laughs> garbage can. There you go. Can. Yeah. Well, I want. I mean,
1: I also want, I mean, I, like I said, I don't want it to be too hokey, but I also want the weirdness. I want them to be, be like in, a, in like a, you know, in like an amusement park, like they are in like streets of rage too. Like where all of a sudden you're fighting in a fucking baseball field or like you're in like a UFO area with fake alien dudes, like coming after you. Like, right. Let's 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 just go Go places with it. it. Yeah, that's what I want.
3: Here's a question: Is this the right climate for a bunch of for like three cops just to go out and start beating the crap out of people?
2: Uh, Maybe not. I (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, but I want this movie to leave real world concerns. I want to be in a movie. I want to be in a cinematic universe, Streets of Rage, like where leaving leaving politics out of it. I just want to see. I I just want to see what Streets of Rage, the video game, is put on on the movie screen.
3: Agreed. Maybe give us some, I like, mean, noir
0: soundtrack, right?
1: That's what I'm saying. Yusuke Koshiro, if he's not on you there, I'm automatically Koshiro. out. I'm like, you had one job. Like, really? You're the not game, putting this on here? The movie like, better you. be
0: at least, like, 80% action sequences, though. It's gotta be. <laughs> just, just street brawls constantly.
1: There's no point otherwise. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the, the actual story part's gonna be interesting. I don't know. We talked about a couple episodes about playing Final Fight 1 on CD and all the added all the added like cutscenes they put in there with voice acting and all that. So who knows?
0: What if it was like Rumble of the Bronx, but with like three cops? The-
1: yeah. See, there we go. We'll
0: see, we could just we're, we're pretty much setting this up right now.
1: Rumble mm-hmm. Rumble of the Bronx was, was badass. It's
3: one
0: of the best action. movies, really,
1: In my yeah. opinion. Do you want to mention your EverDrive before we leave here, Jeremy? But that's the yeah. Last I did thing.
0: want to mention that um, I ordered. So this is kind of cool. Kind of got into following Cricks around the time you know all the shit started to go down in the Ukraine. In, in Ukraine sorry and um, uh, he had to evacuate as we've mentioned on the show he ended up having to evacuate and go to uh, Spain but I guess he already had dual citizenship and he got his whole family there safely but as of you know that moment in time all of the people that worked for the industry for Cricks like specifically for his company like everything just kind of went in a limbo with their stock and with their website like they had to completely close the store and just all these people's livelihoods just kind of like went out the window. So I was actually kind of happy to see the other day, just happened to catch him tweet. It was really late at night, like three in the morning. I was about to go to bed. And I saw a post from Crix that said, we have some stock of EverDrives in the store right now if you'd like to go check. I'm like, holy shit. I went and I, want, I really wanted to get a 64 one or a Game Boy Advance one. Those are the ones I want the most. But um, I managed to snag a Super Nintendo one. I mean, that's and cool I think though. that's going to be it's going to be great for uh, translated. Yeah. JRPGs. That's what I'm going to use it for. You can for probably
1: play the the good version of of uh, Dragon Warrior Dragon Quest 6, right? Like the yep. the Super Nintendo is definitely the best version of that. I, I've said it before. I want this the Dragon Quest 6, the Super Nintendo version, but with the translation from the from the DS game and put those together, which probably isn't on there. But
0: I think you can use this for Super Famicom as well. I think it's interchangeable. So obviously with the. Um, it's all the same technology. It was just a different. There's just a little block that you have to break off in the Super Nintendo. But uh, yeah, I was happy to get it, and you know, I went to the store the next day, and everything was sold out again. So I think there was a good response online, and you I made the right move. Mm-hmm. I might have just got lucky. Yeah, I might have just like snuck in there at the right moment. But uh, yeah, happy to have an Overdrive. It wasn't that bad, even with shipping. It was like a little. It was eighty something. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's not cheap, cheap, but. Hey, at this point, at this stage, I just kind of felt like, hey, I'm helping them out, and I get to have a EverDrive finally. Like after ten years of like looking at these things online, I can finally have one.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you get to throw some money to Cricks, and that's great. Mm -hmm. There's a, as far as this one's, I mean, it's sad because of Ukraine and all that, but there's a game coming out this week on Switch called Beautiful Ukraine. It's basically like a puzzle game, like a jigsaw puzzle game where you put stuff together, and it's pictures of Ukraine probably incredibly depressing to look at but all of the proceeds from it go directly to ukraine charities and all that and it's like four dollars i was just gonna buy the game and just not even you know i don't know if i'll necessarily play it but i just wanted to throw some money into there so for anybody who wants to help it out it came out this week um it's on there it's called beautiful ukraine it's kind of sad because it says like here is the way ukraine looked before it was in the war and all that stuff so so if you want to throw money through the Nintendo eShop, it says that in the description that it all goes to charity and all that stuff. So, so mm. do that. It's only four bucks. Like I said, I mean, the game, don't be worry about the game. Just throw, give yourself a, a way to throw money into Ukraine and all that stuff. But thanks everybody for listening to this episode. That's uh we're at the time here, uh, Alex, tell everybody where they can find you on the internet.
3: I am uh, one of the founders of the super GG radio podcast. So you can always find us at uh GG Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash super gg radio and uh, just in general on all podcast services, including uh, Spotify and uh, Apple, Apple podcasts.
1: And don't forget that they can, I don't, did you say that you can also find your reviews on uh Nintendo world report and third coast, right?
3: Yep. Third coast review and Nintendo world report. And occasionally at uh super gg radio.com.
1: Nice. Well, you could find both of our reviews on. Nintendo World Report also. And like you're oh, yeah. saying like uh check out all the stuff that you mentioned uh at uh, at Atelier uh, Sophie 2 and um Persona Arena Ultimax and um and Nobody Saves the World and uh, Zombie Army 4 and and um there's another one you said as well. But yeah, check out Check out all all those reviews are still available on that site. So give give them a give them a read, and I'll put a link to the website and all that stuff on there.
3: And also check out know, check out the, the, their YouTube channel. That's uh, that you find some video video reviews and stuff like that on there too.
1: For sure. And if you want to find more of our stuff, oh, and you you got a Patreon as well. Uh, GG Radio does.
3: Yep. Patreon uh, patreon.com slash Super GG Radio. Ninety percent of our profits, and ninety percent of any Patreon money goes to charity, the Ch- um, Children's Miracle Network
1: yeah i know you've uh, you've done a lot of uh, streaming stuff for for and you do it every year like in november and all that Do do all the all the donation charity stuff as well and now there's a patreon to go along with it as well
3: yeah we we you know we like to do the um the uh, extra life the extra life streaming
1: yeah 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 that's that's the word i couldn't think of yeah uh, so but i'll, I'll put a I'm link to that as well so you have a patreon i was going to say also, if you want to hear our, more of our voices uh, on the, if you want to support the Nintendo Main, we also have a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Uh, we just recorded an episode earlier today about uh, about um, basically things were they were in they were in game series that have been taking away that we wish were back, like uh, you know certain aspects of, of games. Like uh, it was inspired by uh, Kirby 64, how you could originally combine abilities and you can't do that anymore. So we did a whole did lists all of our lists together about about different things that we miss of games and brought it back and all that. So yeah. check that out. Not to mention, um, we do like a WRT radio where I use all the music from this as a playlist and all that shit. Check that out there. And you can find us on uh, Twitter. Um, I'm at <laughs> I'm at Nintendo Score Domain. Jeremy's at Stack. What's your Twitter, Alex?
3: Oh, I just use uh, Twitter.com/slash SuperGGRadio.
1: Okay yeah so check that out there and uh yeah thanks everybody for listening to us we've been your hosts i'm trey johnson
0: jerry mccaskey
1: john nitter and a special guest alex arona and uh thanks everybody for listening we'll see you next week
0: see ya